Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show at Fox Sports Radio, foxsportsradio.com, and iHeartRadio. It's really good to see you today, buddy. Good to see you, myself, Mike Harmon, Justin Frostberg, Alex Teicher, Tom Looney, have all managed to not get arrested today. We are here to do the show tonight. Looks like we made it. If there's one thing I know now. What's that? The cops have it out for Sports Talk Radio hosts. No question We can no longer it. do the normal things that everybody else is allowed. We are now being singled out the last couple of weeks now. I find out, oh, I can't just get naked and show up in somebody's hotel room and refuse to leave. They're not going to let me do that anymore. They're not going to let me solicit undercover prostitutes and say, oh, no, what are you talking about? No, I can't do that anymore. Ah! And now I can't pull a Ponzi scheme and try to bilk 
investors out of millions of dollars. These are all rights now that they're being taken away from us. The co- tell you, man, the cops got it out for us. I'm, out. I'm, I'm very concerned about what's going to I mean, I don't know what's going to happen to me the rest of my life. I don't know. Keep your head on a swivel, Smith. I think every day, not just me and you, but sports talk radio hosts throughout the country need to tweet out, did not get arrested, or at work, the show will go on as scripted. You're trying to tell me that this becomes the equivalent of the factory work that that has always been portrayed in television and film, number of days without an accident? (laughs) Number of days without rest. No, it's all. It's the, all of them are are sad and horrible stories. I, I you know, just saying. Uh, my my wife asked me, "What are you guys working on today?" I'm like, "Well, here's one of the stories." And it's like, Schadenfreude. I'm like, "No, no, this is a big news item in our our business right now because it's been a a very interesting and strange couple of weeks." So at first, you had the Ryan Rossillo story. You know, he got naked and. Went into somebody's condominium when he was on yeah. vacation. Then you had Mitch Levy, who does mornings in Seattle for the longest time, yeah. busted in a prostitution sting. And then today, Craig Carton, Boomer Esiason's co-host in WFAN in New York. You know, Boomer and Carton is, you know, it's a big show. He's a guy that was three years ahead of me at Syracuse. And I will just say this, if you have a good memory, if you remember one story I told on the show about somebody I went to school with at Syracuse and that corresponding story, that's who it was about. But anyway... <laughs> Craig Carton. Hey, you can check busted. the archives. iTunes, Stitcher, That's Google it. Play. I'll tell you what. Listen to whatever you want. iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can download everything. Don't uh, don't forget the guy who kicked his dad's ass. Oh, right. Ethan Stolman. He's the guy that, that yeah. started all of yeah, this. He's, he's yeah, he's on Mount Rushmore. First. I forgot. <laughs> Mount Rushmore, Sports Talk Radio. Well, I mean, it is four, arrested. right? We, we how do you just... beat up your dad? I, 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 how do you get naked and go and walk into somebody's room in a hotel? No, well, That's but, more explainable. But, <laughs> but, but, that, but that one, at least you could say the demon alcohol. Yeah. Plays a part. No, I, I no, I want to hear more from Frostberg because he seems like, oh yeah, yeah, like that's happened to me. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know. Allegedly, alleged. Okay. Well, I mean, he's watched old school. Maybe he's I, just thinking of Will you Ferrell. Know, you know what? Going streaking through the quad. I'm nervous for Frostberg because he's going to be on the road with the Chargers this year, and I, you know, Saturday nights before the game, uh, you know, there's no there's no curfew for the producer of the Chargers radio broadcast. No, so they I, actually cage me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Till game day. It's probably not a bad idea. They Philosophically, slip. that is strong. They sl- they slip those uh, sleeping pills into your food like in, like dogs and cats, and they fly across the country. They fall asleep. But Craig Carton, who's very famous half of the duo morning show with Boomer Esiason, former NFL quarterback in New York, is arrested today. <laughs> Federal authorities, and he's charged with operating a Ponzi scheme in trying to bilk investors in a ticket scam out of millions of dollars. Yeah. Millions of dollars. And this is, I mean, this has been, this is like the, I'm, I'm waiting, what's going to happen tomorrow? What am I going to wake up and find out what happens tomorrow? I mean, it's, I mean, look, I feel I need to be tell, tell everybody. I didn't get arrested today, and I'm coming in tonight. Yeah, think about this. You just go in the, the allegations talking about a $2.5 million debt to a casino last year. And talk about what can spiral out of control. I mean, we've got PSAs on the network mm-hmm. for gambling, particularly as football begins. And you know, I'm Wilford Brimley. Wilford like Brimley's to, got nothing to I'd do like with it. I'd like to talk to you about gambling. <laughs> no, he's about diabetes. <laughs> Big money goes on black on the roulette wheel. Wow. <laughs> Don't split aces. <laughs> Trying to talk about a man's personal Descent into desperation. When a dealer changes, you leave the table. I'm Wilfred Brimley. 
Never go all in if you don't have to. But here, you know, here's the here's the funny part about this is that with this story going on, obviously there's so many things with all these big times, big name sports talk radios. I told my wife this story today, and she laughs and she goes, ha. "I said, what's so funny?" She goes, "I can't imagine like you pulling a Ponzi scheme on anybody." I'm like, and she started laughing uncontrollably, like I I couldn't, and of course I couldn't pull a Ponzi. I can't believe that anybody can pull a Ponzi scheme like that. She said to me, "You can't even put the toilet seat down after you leave the bathroom." I'm like. Okay, all right. But she's laughing. Like, That's giggling. not a matter of life and death. She's and... giggling like for 20 minutes going, I can see you operating a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Is that going to, you got to have a further discussion on I, that one I, now I, with your wife? No, I, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that she can't see me doing it. But the fact that it was so, <laughs> there's no way you could do that. Like, wait a minute. Like, like she's saying I'm not sophisticated or smart enough to pull off a pot. Although I guess you could say Craig Carton's not sophisticated or, or allegedly, uh, allegedly or, you know, to I mean, pull it the off The fact either. that the FBI is the the body working here. Normally, we don't get to this point unless they're really mm. sure that the it's a done deal. So uh, the, the dollar amounts are staggering, the artists and everything that has to go into it. But talk about the throes of addiction and desperation. I know it was uh, making the rounds earlier. Doug Gottlieb talked Desperation about Desperation is a stinky cologne. As you know, it's Craig Carton. You can find that uh, up on the FoxSportsRadio.com page and, and check out the podcast there. It's just like that was what struck me. It's like, wow, that you do this. Like, not that it's some evil mastermind of here's how I'm going to get over mm-hmm. is not how I read it. Right. I didn't read it as here's how I'm going to bilk a bunch of people. No, it it's like, how, how, like, how am I going to live out. from day to day? Because he has ga- he had these gambling debts. He owed three casinos money. So he pulls this Ponzi scheme by getting people to invest in a fraudulent ticket scam. And what he does is get the new investors, and he pays off the old investors and pays off his sure. gambling debts and at the same time. Up. Absolutely. And eventually the authorities caught up to him. So, and, may, and I don't know why they caught up to him now, but the one part of the story I couldn't believe today was you know, he and his partner, not Boomer Esiason. Oh, by the way, Boomer Esiason. But, that, but that's one of the other things. Like, Boomer, people immediately Boomer, started saying, oh, I'm like, not involved. Boomer's got to be taken from. I'm not involved. Was his partner in doing this said, we may have to move to Costa Rica, start over, and change our names. Yeah. That hey, one, Pam, want to move to Costa Rica? Hey, we can start over, change our names. It'd be awesome. Yeah, that's the part of it that makes it that much more real <laughs> in terms of knowing that you, you've hit critical mass in terms of the size of this, the scope, and once the investigation and you have good information that this is now going down a, a very terrible path for you. I'm, wait, I'm, waiting for the, I'm waiting for someone with a hot take. Boomer had to be in on it. He had to know. There's no way Boomer Esiason and doesn't know. Well, he started the show today. Hot he'd take, been told that, take. But he'd been told that, that Carton was sick, <laughs> which, you know, we talk about addiction, whatever, sure. But just you're taking a day off, and he's making light of uh, a guy calling in the day before the the NFL begins. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll say this: if you ever got busted for doing something uh-huh. illegal, or if I did, let's say I got busted for doing something illegal, let's just say there's no way people wouldn't believe you're not in on it because I call you my best friend every night. Yeah, we they, might have to know, stop that. <laughs> they, they would know. They would know. They would. Oh, Harmon's obviously in on it. You would be you. you well, I, someone on Twitter said I would have been the mastermind no, if you would have gone down. Yeah, no, because I could see you like doing really well, at, like fencing stolen goods. I think you would be pretty good at that. 
How? Because you make T-shirts and stuff, and you you're always, you know. What the hell does that know? got to do with or, anything? Or, or I'm or, creative. Or so. you know, bogus calf implants. Like you would be selling that. Like hey, you want your calves to look like mine? Yeah, but, but I you sell the bogus ones that go bad. But then I might have gone into a medical school in Costa Rica. Oh. So that I could do the transplants myself. Uh, we actually have sound of of Craig Cart Frostberg. We have we have sound of him from today. Yeah, we have a statement. statement. Cartman statement. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Did right, you right. say Cartman? He said, "Hey, I don't want to get arrested. <laughs> hey, get out of my stuff. We we <laughs> I bought those tickets legally, and there's no scalping law that prohibits. I say we help Santa Claus. All right. Let Let's hear his statement following what happened. <laughs> Well, there you go. There you have it. You're going to hell. That's where things sit. And you're going right to hell. Now. now, if you were in on it, if you did something illegal, people would believe that I wasn't in on it. They would say, well, there's no way Jason knew. Why? Because I don't say bad no, friends. No, no, because, well, no, I, I think I'm more trustworthy than you are I, I, when it comes to it. I think, I, I, I think that's how Erroneous. people see it. I'm more Erroneous. trustworthy. Erroneous on both counts. You, know, I, I, you, you have a lot of you, you have a lot of you know mysterious elements that I I, I don't think that you know people like mysterious yeah. elements. I, I, you know I think people are nervous about people with big calves. I don't think that that's not normal. Now you're profiling. No, that, that's not normal that people have calves no. your size like that. All he has to do is show the judge his calves. He's getting off <laughs> instantly. <laughs> Uh, Twitter at how about a fresca? Twitter at how about a fresca? Don't worry, the NFL is going to be here in twenty four hours. What does Swollen Dome really know about how about a fresca? <laughs> Hashtag it's really Sprite. That comes from Antelope thirteen. <laughs> the Jason Smith Show. Jason Mike Harmon. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Mike at Swollen Dome. Phone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We are here. We are not arrested. Everything is good. <laughs> you keep playing that. People think something's going to happen. Tie shirt. Because the first thing I'm going to do if I get blamed for something is say Alex Tyshirt. That's what I'm going to say. Are, are muskrats protected? Because <laughs> Alex has, you know, killed off many muskrats here during the week. Now, for many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates, fast and on budget. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract to pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes, even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. If I hire you, are you going to conduct a Ponzi scheme on the premises? No. Great. You can review applicants, take notes, schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. And for a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards do apply. So as we continue on this show, as long as the police aren't here, are they? We're, okay. As we continue on, a big story out of the NFL the night before the opening of the season, something that's going to linger, and it happened in Vegas. It's next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Great news, great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, in the last 10 minutes, no one's been arrested. We're okay, I think. Ah! Cheers. Okay for the show tonight. Although, I got to say, 
When I was in college, we'll get to Michael Bennett in a second. You mean when you stole that mailbox? No, 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 no. This was this was uh, that federal crime that's still outstanding. That. It's not outstanding. The statute of limitations. Ah! No, no, it's, it's crime against the mail. Guys, so, I mean that still it's, exists. It's Twenty-five man. years ago, it's done. No, it's over. So. I put the mailbox back. But when I went to college, like my freshman year, and I came back the next summer, and I worked at the supermarket at home, and then I went to college like for the next two years and didn't come home during the summer okay so i've been gone from staten island where i grew up basically from my sophomore year all the way till the end of my senior year i go back home finally you know for for a good amount of time for the summer after my senior year i haven't seen these guys i've worked with in in two years now none of these guys i've seen for two years and i walk in i walk in to go say hi to people that i worked with and everything and at the supermarket because some of them are still there some of them are still in college and one guy who was there he was working with his son, and the first day, hey, Jason, how you doing? Great. Hey, did Ralph talk to you? I go, no, I haven't seen Ralph yet. I haven't seen him. Hey, listen, he's got an opportunity for you, something. You can come in, make a lot of money. It's a little bit of money up front, and then you get in, and you can come in. I hadn't seen the guy in two and a half years, and he's trying to pull me into a pyramid scheme. <laughs> first thing was, bang, oh, let me get involved in it. Sure, why not? I'm like, okay, yeah, great. I'm not giving money to get in a pyramid scheme. Not doing it. Why not? Not doing it. Life experience. No, not doing it. I mean, look, if I can't, if I can't, you know, allegedly try to bilk people out of concert tickets for Adele and Metallic and everybody, I mean, how am I just going to succeed in a regular pyramid scheme? It could have been worse. How could it have been worse? He could have asked you to buy into his, like, wife or girlfriend's ins- insurance policy. Oh, yeah, you're right. It could have been. It could have been. Well, I mean, that took a decided left turn yeah. now, didn't it? Well, and that was also before. <laughs> wow. the, that was also before the days when it was, hey, uh, I have money in in a bank account, but I can't get to it. Can you help me? I need like two grand so I could get this twenty grand out. And if you give me two grand, I'll give you five grand of all my money. Oh yeah, sure, sure, yeah, I can do that for you. So it was at least it, it predated that as well. Well, that's good because that was before emails were being exchanged. <laughs> if you get an email and it says. Jason, get into my Ponzi scheme. It's not from Boomer Esiason. Normally you're not, not invited. Any no, no, no. It's a multi-level marketing no, situation. No they, they, they don't out and out invite you into a Ponzi scheme. Ken O'Brien is not from him. He's not. It's not from Bubby Brister or from Josh McCown. Well, these crazy people. I don't know why. why they need to, to get in that Carton played for the Jets. What are you doing? No, a Boomer Esiason played for the Jets. Yeah, but you're roping him in. I'm not. J-E-T-E, Jets. I know he played there, but now you, he's not a, He's not the guy under indictment. True, true. You're right. Buddy. You're right. <laughs> Come on he's, now. He's the guy doing the show that's got to answer the questions. No, I didn't have anything to do with it. I didn't do anything. First statement. <laughs> Leave me alone. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Meanwhile... A much different story involving the police today and Seahawks star defensive end Michael Bennett. Uh, Hopefully you saw this today. The video is everywhere. TMZ had the story. Michael Bennett has accused police officers of racial profiling, saying they pointed guns at him and used excessive force during an incident in Las Vegas last month. It was at the Mayweather-McGregor fight after it was over. Bennett is in the casino area, and people think they hear gunshots, and people start running, and police come, and Bennett is crouching or hiding, like, under a a, a one-armed bandit, you know, one of those slot machines, and according to reports, 
he started to run because he saw people running and, and thought that, okay, this is you know something I got to get out of here for. Police officers started following him, tackled him, and arrested him. Here's the audio of Bennett on the ground. TMZ had it earlier today as he's being cuffed by a police officer. That was Bennett's voice. You hear it at the end there. Can you answer my question, sir? I didn't do anything. I was with my friends. Bennett said they pointed guns at him, quote, for doing nothing more than simply being a black man in the wrong place at the wrong time. They ordered him to lie down on the ground. Bennett said that one officer with his gun drawn warned him he would blow my bleeping head off if he moved. Another officer jammed his knee into Bennett's back and handcuffed him. This according to Bennett. Surprisingly, or shockingly, or not surprisingly, the officer who did this, his body camera wasn't on for the entire duration of this episode. So now as we get into it, now things look even murkier for the Las Vegas Police Department because here we have the video of Michael Bennett being arrested. And and look, Bennett's a very high-profile NFL player. You know, he's the guy outside of Colin Kaepernick who's been standing for the protest, he's he's sitting for the nas- kneeling for the national anthem. He's been very vocal about how change needs to happen in the United States, and he's been a very big proponent of that. Here he is now, a victim, according to reports, of racial profiling. There's many things to get to, and you're going to hear from Bennett in a second. But of course, when you hear this, you know how bad it is. You know it's a continued story of 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 black men being mistreated at the hands of police, and it's awful. But what I can't get over, and I I got this watching the video of Bennett, is that I'm so impressed the restraint that black men have when they are profiled by police, when they are pulled over, when they are arrested without warrant or in case of, quote, mistaken identity. Whenever they are in police custody for either being racially profiled or for some reason outside of doing something, when innocent black men are being are in that situation, the restraint they show is amazing. Because, uh, num- number one, obviously you're scared because here's police officers and they have guns and you could hear the, the fear in Bennett's voice as he was scared for his life. But Bennett's a big guy. And, you know, if you're an innocent black man who is getting grabbed up by the police and it's a case of racial profiling, I can't believe people don't snap and get really mad because they have every right to. This is nothing, I didn't do anything. This is nothing more than me standing here being black. And, and they get arrested and they get insults hurled at them. I am so impressed with the restraint they have to say, you know what, we're going to let this go and, and we're going we're gonna to fight this battle where we really needs to be fought. When this gets public and people get to see the treatment that happens, that black men get treated in police custody. And I, I always, I, I'm, I'm amazed that there's never, there hasn't been more incidents where a black man gets really upset, gets in a fight and gets shot because he is, because he is fighting back so much. Because he's, he's, he goes crazy because I can't believe your racial profiling. The restraint that people show and that grace under that kind of pressure is amazing. And, and I see the Bennett thing and I go, I, I can't believe, because he's a big guy. You know, he could have he rolled over and said, what are, you, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do to me? And then who knows what happens. But he goes down, he gets cuffed, he, he starts yelling at the officer, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me. 
really, the, the restraint that is shown sometimes is just off the charts. When you see how people behave that way, that, that's when I think, okay, you know what? There's hope for all of us. There's hope for mankind. There's hope for this. There's hope for figuring stuff like this out. Well, when we look at this incident, and this is a video viewed a number of times over the course of the day as the, the story grew, and, and there's a lot of questions coming out of the police department press conference and when asked why Michael, uh, Michael Bennett would have been detained and, and become a suspect, the answer was, quote, I really can't answer that yet. So you, you've got more discussion in terms of just the process uh, of, of this going down. And you look at this, and as you mentioned, the grace or fear takes over, right? You don't know how this is going to end. You know all, and certainly Michael Bennett is well-versed and well-understanding well of that which he's protested about. So he knows how situations can escalate quickly. So just asking the, the questions that he did of what did I do, et cetera, that's, he, he knows that it can take a turn. And, that, and that's why the, the protests from Colin Kaepernick at the beginning before everything kind of changed there, you saw that he tweeted out mm-hmm. in support of Michael Bennett today. But understanding where the the past year plus and the number of times we've chronicled these stories is that he wanted to make sure that he did everything in his power consciously, and, and that's the thing of keeping your head in this situation, that he would be able to continue his protest and his fight, and all he wrote was equality after issuing his statement. That was the... The summary statement is one word that trying to perpetuate that. So just uh, a shocking video. As with everything, you're, we're waiting for more details. And I would have assumed that the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department would have had a better answer for why Michael Bennett was detained. Yeah, they, that's, that's the Why only- was his body cam? I don't know. I mean, how many officers turn their body cams off just because, hey, things might get real crazy and hinky and I, I don't want to get in a situation where I got to defend my behavior so body cam is off or I forget to turn it off. I mean, we see that now a lot. Why is body, why are body cams off? Well, that's, that's a whole other thing in terms of body, body cameras. In some municipalities, they're using them. Some they don't. Are they always supposed to be on? I mean, what's protocol? We, I, don't, I don't know what protocol is in every municipality. And so, so that's certainly one to be... That, that's a big question, but we we saw this still that was making the rounds that appears to show an officer with a gun drawn. It's not part of that video, mm-hmm. but certainly something that is going to be discussed and the largesse of the, the incident. We've got the microcosm in the video, and now it's explaining the rest of it, and, and the Las Vegas Police Department has to come up with an answer for why Michael Bennett was the one detained. Uh, now, here's Bennett uh, talking about the incident today that happened in Vegas after the Mayweather-McGregor fight. It's a traumatic experience for me, uh, my family. It sucks that the country that we live in now, sometimes you get profiled for the color of your skin, and um, it's a tough situation for me. There it is. You'll hear more from Michael Bennett coming up throughout the show. We'll continue to talk about this topic. 877 on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter, at How About a Fresca. Meanwhile... Since we are one day removed from the beginning of the regular season, 
It's time to make our AFC and NFC championship game picks. Can't wait. We're going to start that up coming up in a minute. I'm but so excited. I, Tim, maybe you're involved somehow. Maybe. But first, talk to Tom Looney and find out what's trending. Well, I'll tell you this. The guy who leads the American League in home runs for the first time in a long time, no longer the New York Yankees Aaron Judge. Up on the ledge and gone. A home run for Chris Davis, his 39th. He's the American League leader and a one nothing Oakland lead. Friggin' A's Radio Network provides for the call. A's holy smoke, the Angels 3-1. to one. Indians won again. Carrasco comes set, the 1-2 pitch. They're listen. Swung on a dribbler, rolled towards second. Gonzalez gloves, throws, got him! Ball game! The Indians make it 14 straight! Tom Hamilton with a call on one of America's great rock and roll stations. WMMS Cleveland, Arizona Diamondbacks have won 12 in a row. D-backs and Dodgers are tied at one in the fourth in La La Land. If you need more baseball scores, check out FoxSports.com. And put this in the Museum of Hard to Believe next to Elton John's ex-wife and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s Oscar. For the first time since 1981, four women from the United States have made it to the semifinals of the U.S. Open. Venus Williams, Sloane Stevens, Madison Keys, and Coco Vanderweg. Now, back to the loquacious uh, Jason Smith. And the other guy, <laughs> Michael Harmon, fantasy guy, with your, your football picks. You're going to make your football predictions. JT and I invented that. Now you're going to. What was your record last year? You invented and why are you disparaging picks? Cuba Gooding Jr.? Well, that's very, very hard to believe that he's won a, a best actor Oscar. A and B. My my picks against the spread last year, I was eighty eight percent accurate. You only made you made three picks. No, I made every pick against the spread. Nobody, no, there's no other show has the balls to do it. If you were really eighty eight percent, you would have quit your job and you'd be in Vegas making money. Oh no, 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 no! I love doing what I do here. For you'd the, say you, you, it would be you, you'd be you and Brent Musburger in Vegas getting lap dances, and I'm slaving over a hot uh, lap dancer please. with my pick. I like the Packers lay nine this week. Brent, please what do you think? Do not bes- bes- besmirch. Second down friend, and nine. <laughs> oh, we built Brent. out a whole page for you though. Uh, don't for, just, for your picks this year. Please don't besmirch my friend Brett Musburger. I want to work on that network and so I can have six listeners. Please. I already used the word besmirch. <laughs> you did? Come on now. You can't double I invented down. I mean, besmirch. Right. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Appreciate it. I'm inventing besmirching now, Tom Looney. Nice. All right. So now, as you know, if you listen to the show for the last three years, picking the Super Bowl is easy. Everybody picks a Super Bowl. And how much fun is that? So I want to pick the bottom feed. I want to go division by division. To pick the last team. I want to pick all 256. Jets, Browns. <laughs> okay. Who's number one? <laughs> so what we like to do is pick the AFC and NFC championship games. Who is going to play for the right to go to the Super Bowl? Because, look, it's more fun getting four teams in, and it's a little bit more difficult than predicting the Super Bowl, especially when you can say the Patriots end. So right now it's a, it, I think we've got a, a philosophical – Way to go at right. this, right? Right yeah. now, we're going to pick, since the Patriots and Chiefs play tomorrow night, we're going to pick the AFC championship game this year. But here's the caveat. It's the non-Patriots AFC yeah, championship game this year. Because it's too easy to pick the Patriots, to put them in and say, all right, the Patriots and who else? Page and the Raiders, whatever it is. It's too easy. So we're taking the Patriots out of the equation. I like, like that. Like I said, because it's too easy to get them there. If the Patriots don't make it, what's the AFC championship game? What does it look like? 
if the Patriots just aren't there for some reason. If Bill Belichick is spending his time on snap face and instant chat and not worried about a game plan. Here's where I'm going for the AFC championship game, non-Patriots version. All right, let's go. A team that's ready, that is going to win their division with plenty of weapons on offense, an ascending quarterback who may right now, outside of Brady, be the best red zone quarterback in the National Football League. They added a big-time receiver to help him in the offseason in the AFC Championship game will be the Tennessee Titans. Look at that. Write it down. Marcus Mariota is on the cusp as long as he is healthy. And I Mariano. Mariano. Got to get that right, Roger Goodell. Look, the Tennessee Titans are a terrific team. They are ascending so fast. Their defense is already really good. Their secondary is young, but they got a lot of talent. They brought in a Dory Jackson, what he's going to help in the return game. Their defense is good. Their secondary is young, but you can get past that. But on offense, you have, and if something happens to DeMarco Murray, Henry is there. You added Eric Decker, who's been a guy that, that Mariota needs, especially that will improve them in the red zone even more. I like the Tennessee Titans in the AFC Championship game. Who will they be playing? This is a toss-up. It was a toss-up between two teams yep. in the same division. Ooh. I was, you know, a lot of me thought about the Raiders. But in the end... Making a big leap this year. New home. New stadium. Wow. New everything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Los Angeles Chargers. Kind of on the Atlanta Falcons mode from last year where they always had the talent. Now you have Joey Bosa. That defense is going to be tremendously improved. Go Chargers. Go. Bosa is going to be the defensive player of the year in the NFL. Oh, eventually, take this back, please. Eventually, take it back. Why? why? Take why? it back. What's wrong? Oh, don't do this to me. What's wrong, Chargers guy? What's no, what's matter? I thought you'd love that. that I would pick the Chargers. No. It's the Jason Smith Jinx. No. What are you talking about? Come on. I'm usually pretty good at this. I'm pretty good at this. Right? <laughs> I'm usually pretty good with this. But the Chargers are a terrific team. And they've always had the weapons on offense. They get another great year out of Melvin Gordon, and eventually Mike Williams is going to start playing. He's going to practice, start practicing, I believe, in a couple of weeks. He's going to be a huge addition to a pass-catching group that is already fantastic. They're going to have a great home field advantage because the seats are right up on the field. There's great sight lines. There's new energy. The AFC West is not going to be as great as people think. The Broncos are on a downtick. The Chiefs are going to... They're going to tread water a little bit because they're going to wonder when do we make that move from Smith to Mahomes? When is that going to happen? Like I said, the Raiders are going to be tough, but that energy and and the Chargers last year, as long as they start out well and they don't give away games and lose their first five weeks by a combined five points, they will be there. I'm going my non non Patriots AFC Championship game, the Titans and the Chargers. I like that. I, I do. I do. Frostburg now hates you. Absolutely. <laughs> Hate you. Wait, what's this about Bosa ankle injury? Wait a minute, what's that? What's, well, I mean, oh, one of the things. I mean, he's actually there for the first couple of games broke. this year. On it's like broke. last, it's broke. All right, I'm going to go with two other teams. Ready? Okay. You the talked Jets about and you talked about a team bringing in a big time wide receiver on oh. the off season. Jermaine Curse, the Jets. You're going Jets. Jeremy Curley. Yeah, Jeremy Curley's the one taking it over. That means I might look over at the over three and a half games. Martavis Bryant. Yes, the knucklehead factor is still in mm-hmm. effect, but he's been cleared to play. That's like getting a shiny new draft pick because <laughs> you see the number and the difference in Ben Roethlisberger's numbers when Martavis Bryant was available to him. 
maybe this takes care of some of the road ills that they've had. And let's face it, Big Ben will miss a game or two along the way, but he'll be ready come playoff time. So we'll take Pittsburgh, a rising defense, good offensive line the last two years, doing a good job protecting Big Ben. And then you've got two of the best skill position players in the game, along with the great Jesse James and Vance McDonald, the dual tight end set. You just love, love Vance McDonald. I've been, I I've been a big fan You're of Vance, Vance McDonald. McDonald yeah, guy. Yeah. You're a Vance McDonald I was guy. glad to see him get picked up to where yeah. a team that might actually use him okay. as opposed to what he did, languishing, saying, throw me the ball in San Francisco. The other, it's going to take a quarterback change to get there. Hackenberg, yes. They'll go to Hackenberg or Petty midway through the season. Like the defense, speed rushers. Love some of the offensive weaponry, but it's going to take Patrick Mahomes to get the Kansas City Chiefs into the AFC title game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there we go. Our non-Patriots AFC championship game picks right there. Chiefs Steelers, Titans Chargers. We'll pick the NFC coming up in a bit because, you know, we have to. But we also have all the latest on the movements of NFL and college football games from this week. The Jason Smith Show right here, Fox Sports Radio, live from the Geico Studios. I'm very, very excited about Tim, it. Tim, Tim, maybe you'll be in the NFC Championship game, or maybe you'll be in the Arizona Fall League. Fox. Dear Chargers, I heard Jason Smith pick you to go to the AFC Championship game this year. That stuff is whack. Especially since you're moving to the StubHub Center, and they play soccer there, too. Hey, can you get me Pulisic's autograph, Rivers? Ha! I'm just kidding. Good luck. You'll know when Jason picks you, you're going right down the tubes. Good luck looking at 0-16, but maybe you can wind up drafting Josh Rosen. That's if the Jets don't get him first. P.S. Hit me back. This is Stan. Oh. P.P.S. <laughs> <laughs> you better win that battle for L.A., too. I already did the PS. They should have done it. It's okay. The, yeah, it should have done TJ. The, I did that. TJ. So there's our official AFC championship game picks, the non-Patriots version. So just so you know, when people go, oh, it was, it's too easy to pick the Patriots. Since I mean, the, I, look, if I'm laying down money. Oh, sure. Then obviously you got to think about the chalk and, and how do you parlay that and make some money. But for the purposes of our entertainment here and for those to, to think outside the box a little bit. Let's expand the creativity and move away from Bill Belichick as we sit here in the Geico studios. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at how about a fresca the Jason Smith show. Jason, Mike Harmon, great news, great news. A quick way you can save money. Just make that switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com and in fifteen minutes you could save fifteen percent or more on car insurance. With the hurricane set to hit Florida this week. Hurricane Irma, which has already done damage, uh, making its way up towards Florida. There are reports now that it could wind up hitting South Carolina, depending on how it may change trajectory. Uh, we've seen many sporting events get postponed. We got the word officially today that the Buccaneers-Dolphins game was postponed. They're going to play that uh, during their bye week on November 19th. Also, Miami's game against Arkansas State, that's been postponed as well because they're concerned about the Miami Hurricanes traveling out of Miami and playing that game and then getting back. So now that we know that these games are not going to be played, and and I know the players want to play, they don't want to go all through this 
this season and play 16 weeks in a row, but, you know, hey, this is the hand you're dealt. Hurricane Irma is a very big deal. I'm hoping, and, I, you know, look, I, I said it last week, and I, I don't want to say I was kind of Monday morning quarterbacking it with Hurricane Harvey, but I really was surprised that they didn't evacuate Houston when they knew Harvey was going to hit to at least give people the option of leaving or, I mean, not that they didn't have the option, but at least telling them, hey, you should leave. You should think about leaving and going somewhere for the weekend and then coming back because we don't know what this devastation is going to be. Certainly people knew about the hurricane that was hitting. It was all over the news and everybody knew. But when you say, hey, you know, you can evacuate, all right, well, then we have the chance to leave and take a couple of days before and and get out. So it's not like one of those scenes out of The Walking Dead where there's just, you know, cars piled up on the interstate and everybody's trying to get out of town at the same time. I, 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 I'd like to think that it would, it would have helped people with that choice going, okay, wait a minute now. The government, everybody's telling me this is, all right, you know what, let's go. Let's go somewhere. Yeah, but they recommended that. I mean, certainly it wasn't the imperative forced evacuations, and we've had some of that, you know, here in, in Southern California as we're sitting in the Geico Studios, greater Los Angeles area, with some of the, the fires that have been raging here. We've had friends of ours that have had to leave their homes for several days at a time. But you get the recommendations, and, and certainly as – as Harview is ready to and building up steam, that the recommendation is is always there, and and the the idea is if you can leave because this is how big this is going to be. But it, it goes back to just the idea for all other big weather events that we've had. There's just so much of the population that can't can't but it, pack, but it, pick up. I, and I leave get the for I get so that there's reasons. people who can't, but I I understand that you that you can't. What I'm hoping is that if you do that. It gives you the people who are, ah, do I stay? I don't know. Let let let's 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 ride it out here. I don't want to just in case something happens. Because look, do people ever really think something? You know, you don't think something really bad is going to happen to you. You think I'm in my house right. and something, but say something happens and the uh, the back porch gets torn off and it's flying around. I can go get it and I can batten it down. I Meanwhile, well, that could, you could wind right, up getting but, hit by a telephone pole. But is a government official telling you to get out and advising that? That's uh, not changing. No, I think who, who the hell trusts their you, government if, over if there? If you can, over well, these things. I, I want to think they're telling me the truth about no, a natural disaster. And, and, and I, I believe that. But in the, in the larger scale, you're still going to say, I'm waiting it out because these aren't, are, quote, never as bad or I've seen this before or we've had threats of this before and then they don't go. I can talk to my parents. They live in Florida. They're like, what do you, what do you think? We went and bought water. Okay, what else? Like, do you have a, a plan if this gets bad? Like, no, we're we're where we are. Like, okay. But if but if it's a case of if somebody in an authority position tells you something, it's like it's one thing if you if your friends are telling. Let's say your friends are saying like, you know, you drink too much. You drink too much, you drink too much, your friends, yeah, you're my friends, yeah, whatever. But then someone you trust, you know, your dad or, you know, an adult that, you know, or someone who's old and you says, hey, you know what, you really have a drinking problem. And someone who's more authoritative, maybe you listen to them. And that's all I'm saying is that if you give people the option, people who are hemming and hawing might say, okay, you know what, maybe that's a good idea and maybe that saves some people. 
Maybe that saves some people from being caught in a storm or being caught somewhere. Just giving them the option to do it. I, I, I understand that people can't go and some people can't get out of there. And that's I, what, what can you do about that? But just people that are thinking, ah, do we stay? Do we go? You know what? Maybe let's go somewhere. We'll stay in a hotel for the weekend. We'll go north. We'll go do something and, 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 and hope that everything is okay when we get back. Yeah, I mean, we've just seen the incidents where you have had evacuations uh, of massive people and you're stuck in, in gridlock on, and then the storm hits. And now you're you've got that situation as well. I mean, so unfortunately, it's so unpredictable as to how quickly these things turn and pick up or lose steam that there's always going to be what ifs about every every decision made individually and collectively. Hurricane Irma speeds of and winds of over 185 miles an hour and even higher. Gus, we'll keep you updated on this throughout the show tonight. But coming up next, sports is our business. We get back into a big story from the National Football League and our NFC title game picks. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, Jason and my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. Happy to say we're all here for you. None of us have been arrested. The last few days in sports talk radio, the police blotter has been filled with our brethren. Sometimes it's, well, you know, who amongst us hasn't got naked in someone else's condo? Well, when you say it like that, I mean, I think everybody's had that experience. Oh, it's someone else's condo that you don't know. Oh. That you don't know part of it. That didn't that want you. It, that, yeah. Well, but I mean, you might have been a, an invited guest but of someone who knew that person. Honestly, that looks like a kid giving out candy compared to what's gone on the last couple of days. So we, we had that. We had uh, uh, Mitch Levy, who is a sports talk radio host in yeah, Seattle, get caught up good. in a prostitution sting yep. uh, over the weekend. And now today, Craig Carton, who was a couple of years ahead of me at Syracuse, and is a partner with Boomer Esiason on WFAN in New York, yeah. and you've probably heard his name, you know, Craig Carton, uh, is arrested, federal charges, of organizing and executing a Ponzi scheme to defraud investors who wanted to invest it in a ticket broker scam. I'll Basically, the alley, it's Carton, not Cartman. It's Carton, not Carton. Hey, screw you guys. I'm going yeah, home. <laughs> And TJ, not the sweetness carton of milk in this story. So, <laughs> uh, basically, the charges are is that look, this Ponzi scheme is, hey, I can get discount, I, I can get tickets to things like Hamilton and Adele and and Metallica. I get them for face value. I can resell them. You want to invest in this, and people invest, and you know, the people that take their money go take their money and use it for their own services their own desires carton was allegedly paying off casinos with that he had heavy gambling debts to and every time he got new investors he would use that money to pay off the old investors and pay off some of his gambling debts and just keep getting new investors new investors new investors and that's how it works the ponzi scheme it's you know this has not been a great last couple of weeks in sports talk radio you forgot about skolnick i forgot ethan skolnick in miami who beat up his dad i mean this has been a very it's been tough. It's been rough. The, the carton. Case, You're killing your father, Larry. Yeah. Resulted in investors reportedly being duped out of some $5.6 million. Carton allegedly owed over $2.5 million in gambling debts. That's a debts. lot of gambling debts. That's a lot of money. 
That's like a uh, Goodfellas where you got to burn down the restaurant, you know, to cover it. Blank, you pay me. Uh, this is the line that sticks out, though. All of that is just yeah. incredible. Yeah. And then you, you get down to brass tacks. Maximum of 45 years in prison and millions of dollars of fines. At what point do you think agents start making phone calls going, you know, I hear you might have an opening in Morning Drive. I got a, I got a client. That, that was done as like. soon as this started to leak out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> there were people texting Boomer directly. If you ever met him at a Super Bowl event, if you ever met him at a charity golf event. And poor Boomer Siasen, because, like, you know, you know, look, he's this guy's on-air partner, and you know people are going, I wonder if Boomer Siasen's involved. Again, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that No, it's going to be the, they're going to start connecting all these other Boomer jets. Boomer had to be involved. Other jets, luminaries, suddenly. <laughs> Mark Castano was involved. Joe Klecko was involved. Right, that might keep him from getting to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Boomer Siasen's comments. Following this story today, because initially he went on the air and said, oh, you know, Craig Carton he's, is sick. He's under the weather. And, yes. and, and then he finds out, oh, hey, no, no, he's been arrested. Well, I, I guess you can be under the weather. You know, the under the weather euphemism for he got all uh, maybe a, a bit drunk up the night before <laughs> uh, or just sick out. But we do have yeah. some of Boomer. I'm a little frightened. We, 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 have, we have Boomer's comments. I have comments. no idea what's on the other a- side After here. what happened today, this is Boomer talking about the events. Let's hear Boomer. You know, I've been thinking about y'all and y'all dang old bottom and all what's going to get moving again. I think y'all ought to go jogging and swimming in water bunch, man. They're going to be having you pooping just like you used to, man. I, I know it's going to work. I think the word poop was in there. I, I really think the word poop was in there. I think that was the, the only there. word that was intelligible. I, I, think that was, I think poop was right there. Yeah, he was referring to his days with the Jets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because hey, it's true. He was quarterback of a one in fifteen team. Poop fest. I could never have the the wherewithal and and and, and just energy in my life to to do a radio to do like a show like we do here nationally every single night, and you know do other stuff. You know, get ready for the show and do other. Well, things. Well, and all and, the time you spend with those paper figures. Uh, where you're trying to set up offensive formations for your daughter's soccer team. I, uh, you got to put that away first, at some point. First practices tomorrow. So it's first practices tomorrow. But I can't imagine having the time to be able to pull that off. Then I'm going to say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run a Ponzi scheme. No, but that's just it. You become the name because you're the draw for investors because you're on a, a very popular okay. and, and, and pro, high-profile show. This is if you and I were to do that. This is how it would work. Okay. I, I'm, I'm speaking in terms of how this works here. And and if you right, we use right. your name, yeah, okay. your profile, uh, the fact that you have been, uh, oh, we'll, we'll list your jobs, okay, we'll put your CV out there, sure, uh, we'll have you tell a couple of jokes, maybe do a couple impressions as the the reel to bring in investors, and then you're trusting someone else to run the money part of it. If you want to make money, you gotta invest with me because I'm somebody that's gonna get you all kinds of cash, top to bottom, top to bottom. Where is Skip? Where's Skip? You can't keep telling. You, I, I saw him on that Fox network. I think he's on another show. But you won't, you won't tell me. I, I see him. I see him one of those sharp guys. I think he's on with Sterling Sharp or Shannon Sharp or Iron Mike Sharp. I don't know who it is. Or so, one of those. I don't know who it is, but he's on there. Give me money. Iron <laughs> Mike Sharp. It's the best reference you've ever made. You'd be now, the money guy. I know, but, but, but see, that's the point. The but but that's the point here is no, I, the money I, guy. I believe Carton's the guy that mm. he's the face. Right. He's the guy that you, I mean, if you're going to look at this and, and pull back from it because of the platform, he can go into a room and he can convince people to come on board. And then you've got someone else who's the one counting 
the cash and, and building from there. So Carton does the the sales pitch, mm-hmm. and the other the other guy moves moves cash. All right. Oh, yeah, well, you got to have one guy's the front guy and one guy's the money guy. I know. Uh, I get it. that's how that's how at least that you know in all the Law and Order episodes, everything that that's what that's how it works. Been bonding with a number of our our luminaries <laughs> in the media business over our our mutual love of Law and Order and all the guest stars through the years. What do you got, Golden Headphones? If Harmon's the money guy, yeah. we seriously just cracked one of the cold cases of all time here. <gasps> we did. Can you imagine that's why his calves are so big? He's just stuffing money in them? <laughs> <laughs> Forget the mattress, yo. <laughs> no, the, see, it, it is a better hiding spot. And if it was a movie... You know, if it was a movie, here's what would happen at the end when the cops finally got us. Like, Frostburg would be, Frostburg and Tyshirt would be the cops, right? And Tyshirt would always have a problem, like, getting the gun out of his holster and bullets would fall out and stuff. He, his uniform, Why's he got to be a buffoon? His uniform yeah, wouldn't heck? fit right. No, that, that would be Tyshirt. Looney would be the sergeant who was like, you crack this case in 24 hours, you're suspended. Like, Looney would be that guy. And then he would flex, right? So he would send Frostburg and Tyshirt out, and, Tyshirt, and Frostburg would crack it. And here's what he would catch you in a room with the money. That's where you'd catch you. It would be a room, and you Am would be I surprised. swimming on it like it's you, a Breaking Bad episode? You, you would look up. Uh, you were on a computer, and the room is just stacked with bills all the way from floor to ceiling, and he would smile that he got you. Empty the calves. <laughs> <laughs> he walks up, and in a dramatic courtroom scene, sir, I'd like you to lift the bottom of your pant leg. Why? <laughs> And he pulls out a little exacto no, knife. I would never say that. No? He'd say it just like that, too. And then he'd pull out a little exacto knife and say, I have the proof right here. And he'd slit my calf and dollar bills. Would that, that would be a pretty good out. scene. That would be a pretty good scene. I don't think the stenographer would be able to catch up to that. <laughs> think about the, the sketch artist in the courtroom. When that goes down. At this That'd point, be better than any of those Tom Brady sketches, I'll tell you that. The accused calves were opened by an exacto knife by a guy wearing a Chargers t-shirt. <laughs> and then they'd get me in a hell of gunfire like I'd be escaping like on top of a train. Like that's there because I'd have to get out. I'd be on, I, you know, I would have like my. <laughs> you wouldn't get, you, no, no. we've seen your first step. I, no, no, You're but I, no, no, no. I'd have my Denzel moment on top of a train. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. I would have that like riding a train out of New York and I'd be on the, on the very front and either King Kong ain't got And all of a sudden me. you got Bon Jovi on the side. No, I'm going yeah. down. No, either, not the wake Phil. And either. In a blaze of glory. <laughs> Hello. I'd run by. Phil would open up the top going, everything okay up here? I think we know what we're doing. And, and I feel, Phil, you can stay up for this. Because is it the playoffs? Yet? No, it's not the playoffs. <laughs> and Frostburg would either shoot me or he would see that I'm going to crash like into it, like the train's going to go through a tunnel and, and my way of like, you know, my outway in, in the And movie, you're going to be a wild coyote gonna, I'm just that you go smash flat? Into it. Yeah. I'm just going to smash into it and die. You know, like, uh, oh, I, oh, okay, because you're watching Sons of Anarchy. I don't want to say anything else. We call this a Brokeback Mountain oh, Phil, game because Phil. there's so much penetration Phil. and kickouts. Oh, it's yeah, not what we're talking about, you Phil. right in the ass. Yeah. He does some really nice things. He throws the ball up ahead on the court. He reads his teammates well. So it's it turned into National Lampoon's Vacation, yeah, where John it. Candy gets shot in the butt. Yeah, that, that, that's is that, what, is that what we're doing. Uh, I would say you shot me. You, I do the I do the Buscemi. You shot me. You son of. And then I would hit the top of the tunnel, the brick, and I would, and, and that's how I would the movie would end. And then Frostburg would feed you through a wood chipper. Uh, no, no, no. You got. I just pre- want to mash all the. No, no, no. Because no, because no, if he went to get my body, he would get blood all on his Chargers T-shirts. It's a fair point. You know, he wouldn't want to do that. 
Because you know, but he, for court, he'd be dressed up. He'd need to have a polo tie. He'd have to wear his official Chargers polo that he wears for the broadcast. And you know, our boss is going to say, "You get blood on that, my man. You're not getting a new one. You better figure out a way to get it out with club soda. We don't just give out polos to producers to catch people pulling crimes and stuff. It's not a Persian rug. It's a shirt. <laughs> club soda. The size of this young man. Oh, like stop with Phil. For the game is uh, athleticism and uh, actually the ability to uh, incorporate himself in a winning type of a situation. Phil, go back to sleep now, Phil. You're done. All right. For the record, this shirt ties the room together. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. Twitter at How About a Fresca. The Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon. On the way, our NFC Championship game picks as we are less than 24 hours from the start of the NFL season. But coming up next, Ephraim Salam. Buckle in. You never know what you're going to get. Former 13 NFL vet, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio, talks all the big news in the NFL. This is Fox Sports Radio. Hey, look, I can always tell when my man Alex is on the board. Hey! Yeah! Did you hear? (laughs) Guys at Sports Talk Radio are getting arrested. No, no, no. I don't have an investment I want vested. Guys are getting arrested. No, I don't know anybody named Ted. Guys are getting arrested. No. No. No, I'm not going to say that word because it's a bad connotation. Guys are getting arrested. No, no, no. There's no nobody being tested. Guys, never mind. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon. It's a good thing you don't read everything that's on the prompter. Oh. <laughs> it's a good thing you're not Ron Burgundy. Live from the Geico Studios. <laughs> hey, you know, not my first day. Because hey. that could have gone sideways in a hurry. There's a reason I didn't get arrested today. Not my that first day. That wouldn't have gotten you arrested. Yeah. That might have uh, gotten you to the principal's office, uh. though. <laughs> Would have been diving for the shiny red button saying, stop! Uh, we are going to pick the NFC Championship game. Coming up in a couple of minutes, as we did, we picked last hour. We picked the AFC Championship game, and we did a special thing last hour. We picked the AFC title game, since we are getting set for the beginning of the NFL season. We did a special non-Patriots AFC Championship game pick. because you can't. It's e- too easy to pick the Patriots. Coming off the Super Bowl, they got better. It's too easy. So it was that you're not allowed to pick the Patriots when you pick the AFC Championship game, because we like to pick the conference title games and not the Super Bowl because everybody picks the Super Bowl. So I picked Titans, Chargers. I like everything about the Titans. They're an ascending team. They got better in the offseason. Mariota's already one of the best red zone quarterbacks in the NFL. Division has opened up. They, yes, the division is not very good. Yeah, I you always got them look and at, you got Houston. I always look at the path of least resistance when it comes to who can forget about who the best team is, but like look at the NFC East saying, well Dallas can win again. Yeah, but you know there's a lot of teams that are going to be good in that division. But where's the path of least resistance? In Tennessee, they're loaded on offense. Their defense is good. Their secondary is young, but it'll be okay. I like Tennessee. I like the Chargers. They have that 2016 Falcons look to them where this is a year where they put it all together. Joey Bosa will be the defensive player of the year in the NFL. I I like everything about them. They're going to get Mike Williams back. They're loaded everywhere. The Chargers always have talent. This year, they put it together. We'll get to the NFC title game picks in a second. You had the Chiefs, Chiefs and, the, and Steelers. the Steelers getting after it. Martavis yeah. Bryant returns, so you've got three 
big-time skill positions on the outside, double tight end of Jesse James and Vance McDonald. I just like saying Jesse James. And Vance McDonald. And Vance McDonald. You love Vance yeah, McDonald. You, you have a – It kind of looks like Val Venus from the old uh, WWF days, so you can go and Google that if you need to. Okay. And obviously Le'Veon Bell. We have the knucklehead effect. Certainly, you got T.J. Watt, too, you know? Come well, on, that, yeah. Yeah, But that's it. Defensively, much better, younger defense, aggressive. And you look at the offensive line play ahead of Ben Roethlisberger has been very strong the last two years. Kansas City, like some of the skill position players, like Kareem Hunt, obviously losing Spencer Ware is, is a big deal. But you look, at, again, a team that will get after it on defense uh, and can control games in that regard, and that I'm looking for the quarterback switch for big plays from Tyreek Hill as the season goes on with Patrick Mahomes taking over for Alex Smith. And that's how they navigate their way into a title game. All right, we'll get to our picks in a second, but how about some mean tweets? Oh, please. Let's have some mean tweets, shall we, Mr. Tyreek? We have our music here. I've uh, got a lot of stuff tonight. We hit up. We, we talked a lot about the Michael Bennett situation, which we're going to get to in greater detail throughout the show. Uh, we have our AFC title game picks. There's people who are not happy with us. Thank you, well, Jimmy Kimmel. that's always the case. Zach says, Jason, your sports takes are hot garbage, but socially you're spot on. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm fine with that. I'm all right. There are mean tweets after all. So if it's a mean tweet where it's mean, but then part of it is 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 praiseworthy, I'm okay with that. Not a lot of mean there. Just said garbage. Hot, no, hot garbage. Hot it means garbage. it stinks a little bit, but that's yeah, all right. Yeah, hot garbage does stink. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Could have uh, been a lot worse. <laughs> just saying has a tweet, I got a middle finger emoji. Oh, good. And then it says, It's a big one, too. I will no longer listen to your show anymore. Mike is the only credible voice on there. You immature blank. Well, you can still listen for Mike. Hey, buddy. You know, I, I mean, you're a credible voice, apparently. Evangelize out there. Yeah. Oh, but now this one is half and half, but this one's okay? Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, but the other one that was half and half, no, 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 That's no, a no. voice no, of that's reason. That's a nice one. This one praises you, so yeah, no, it's okay. It's half and half. That's a big middle finger, buddy, that and, I got right that there. That is pretty that's huge. That's a big middle finger. That would look good on a T-shirt. <laughs> Jonathan says, FSR doesn't let their personalities have opinions of their own. It's sad what's happened to Jason's once promising career. Is there going to be a 30 for 30 on my career? <laughs> Coming up next, Jason Smith is at Fox. And that it was really you. But was he really at Fox? <laughs> yes, he was. But was he really Had at he Fox? Had he become a pod person? Yes, he was. You know, that's the one thing. He doesn't let their personalities have opinions of their own. There's not been one time I've been told by any of our executives, managers, hey, you can't say this. Don't say this. I don't like. There's not, not been one time. ESPN happens all the time. Not been one time that's ever happened at Fox. Yeah, that's great. Not one time. No, no, we get left. We might get a call saying, "What the hell was that?" Uh, every now and again, but we're not told this not to say it. Keith says, "You are a blank, Jason Smith. You and your sidekick Mike should be taken out personally." Wow, this guy wants both of us out personally. Boy, that escalated quickly. This time it's personal. That's that's very I mean, does personal. That, does that mean someone's physically got to lay hands on me and carry me from? The, whoa! I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't mean that's know. reserved for muskrats. Okay, mm. um, it's a musket, by the way. And here's and here's here's my favorite one from Carlos. Shut the blank up, Dustin. Are you being called Screech? <laughs> when I wake up in the morning and I have a hot take, I don't think I'm going to make it on time. I mean, he made you Screech. Shut the blank up, Dustin. 
Never heard of him. Sound like Jason? Is that a distant cousin to what's the frequency, Kenneth? I don't know. Maybe it's someone that really is upset at Frostburg and thinks his name is Dustin and, instead of Justin. <laughs> but why he would tweet it at me after something that I tweeted out? I, I don't get that part of it. Uh, I think you. he misremembers. <laughs> Shut the blank up, Dustin. Yeah, who would that be though? It's the Dustin it, Smith it, Show. It, I'm no. Dustin. <laughs> Alongside that's a is- better name. Why don't we just call you Dusty? <laughs> <laughs> that's and, only after ten o'clock. <laughs> TJ, all the Jason Smith show is, is Dustin the wind. Oh, boy. No, no, TJ, no, no. I close my eyes. Blue, you're my boy, Blue. I'm just kidding. We'll have him back by 10. <laughs> guys, don't do that to other guys, TJ. Had to get a Kilborn reference in, did you? Earmuffs, TJ. <laughs> Earmuffs, pal. Earmuffs, TJ. <laughs> did you, did you want to get anybody else in? No, no, we're good. You want a Leo no. Remini line in while Busted. we're at it? And TJ, certainly the negative comments are rain manning down on Dustin Hoffman and the show. TJ. He's Dustin Smith. I'm Mike Herman in the Geico Studios. <laughs> Thanks for joining us oh, on what is becoming a very strange Wednesday night. The NFL season eyes. starts. There you go. Only for a moment and the moment's gone. Uh, Koristan says, let me hold those media credentials, big fella. You drunk, big fella. That sounds like Bill Walton. Let me hold those media credentials, big fella. You're drunk, big fella. <laughs> he won't take our calls. <laughs> it sounds, sounds like Bill Walton. <laughs> he told Frostburg to never look at him again. I don't do things like this. It was like just this. in the eyes. I <laughs> can't look him in the eyes. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't you eyeball me. Hey, can't you get him on Charger Talk? Get Bill Walton on Chop Cheery. Come on to talk. Well, we start in an hour from Monday night. So. <laughs> yeah. Leading up to that big Monday night game. We'll be here in the Geico Studios. During Monday Night Football. But now that you picked the Chargers to make the championship game, I think they canceled the season. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up in one minute, we'll make our AFC and NFC – make our NFC – sorry, we made the AFC picks. We'll make our NFC championship game picks coming up next as you continue to remember the life of blue here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) And now for what's trending. A man who is more Dustin Bones than anything else. Tom Ah, TJ. Wow. Once again at the U.S. Open, a Federer-Nadal collision has been denied. Juan Martin from Argentina upset Roger Federer tonight. Martin will advance to the U.S. Open semifinals. And for the first time since 1981, four women... From the United States of America, have made it to the semifinals of the U.S. Open. Venus Williams, Sloane Stevens, Madison Keys, and Coco Vanderway. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell issued a statement tonight supporting Seattle Seahawks star Michael Bennett. Bennett had a frightening incident with the Las Vegas Police Department. Bennett also spoke today about it's a traumatic it. experience for me, uh, my family. It sucks that the country that we live in now, sometimes you get profiled for the color of your skin and, um, it's a tough situation for me. Tribe is on the warpath. He drives this one high. He drives it deep to right. This ball is gone. 
over the bullpen. That was a 450-foot bomb from Carlos Santana. Tom Hamlin with the call WMMS Cleveland. And the Tribe has won 14 in a row, thanks in part to that bomb. Indians folded the White Sox 5-1. to Arizona Diamondbacks have won 12 in a row. D-backs in front of the Dodgers 2-1 to in the top of the 7th in La La Land. And now two guys broadcasting live from La La Land, Jason Smith and the great Michael Harmon. Wow. Boy, you went from being uh, Jason Smith and the other guy to now the great Michael yeah, Harmon. I'm going to give him a little Tony Bruno intro there. I thought he'd like that. Look, man. All right. I appreciate that. Sure. Thank you, Mr. Looney. <laughs> Thanks, Looney. I appreciate that. <laughs> the and Jason Smith coffee. Show, Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you can save on auto insurance. All right, so the time has come. Time has come to make our NFC championship game picks. There are no qualifiers on this as with the AFC it's look it's too easy to pick the Patriots that's why we went outside the Patriots I went Titans Chargers you went Chiefs and the Steelers my NFC championship game selection team number one they made a big trade a week ago they got a monster guy in a contract year to play in their defensive line as long as they can keep his head on straight their offense has found their identity and most importantly, the path of least resistance, which is the path to being 6-0 and in your division, is what gets you division titles and home field advantage, and home field advantage for this team means everything. They will steamroll through the season. Some weeks they'll score a lot of points. Some weeks they won't. Their defense will win it for them. But in a year where nobody really jumped up to get ahead of the pack, the Seattle Seahawks, will be in the NFC Championship game, and they will be hosting it later on this year. Everything about the Seahawks, look, they, they brought in Eddie Lacy. They're still going to have that, that running back rotation, but they figured out their identity. Baldwin, hopefully Jimmy Graham gets a little bit more involved in, in things, but this defense added a big piece in Sheldon Richardson. They're, they simply are still that good. And I always want to look at teams that make a big jump, but I didn't see there are no teams in the NFC that made that in the offseason. Boy, they signed all of these players and they jumped that high as Seattle. The team I'm going to play that I'm going to pick that's going to play them made some adjustments and they made a lot of improvements. But to get to the, where where a team went from elite to overwhelming, nobody did. So I'm going Seattle. Golden headphones. You want to pick? Uh, no, want to pick I want my other team. Yeah, you got the Rams right. I- <laughs> Ram it. Don't I have you know how to ram it. I have the Rams. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I have the Rams and Vince Ferragamo see, advancing that, to the see, that was a good call, NFC Championship. Call game. back to the Looney Elton John reference earlier because he did a nice all day and ram it all night. See, that's the original. Then we had the Elton John Ryan Seacrest version as the Rams opened for business last year. I'm not picking the Rams. Why? I'm not picking the Rams. No, because the Rams are Chicken. not going to be very good. Because they, they stink. They're, I'll tell you what, you know though, why I'm if you said them? that now and they we could run that tape back in January, it'd be a hero if that actually came to fruition. Jets Ram Super Bowl. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's that's like hitting Powerball if you were to predict that right now. And the Jets have traded the number one pick in 2018 to the Rams in exchange for Jared Goff because Jared Goff stinks. That's why I'm not picking the Rams wow. to do anything. But who will they play? They will play a team that quietly got better at many positions in the offseason. They brought in a big defensive back. They brought in a big wide receiver. 
They have two really good tight ends. They are a great team on both sides of the ball. Now, will they be elite? Their quarterback is going to take a big leap this year. I have said many times I expect it to happen. Your NFC East champions and playing in the NFC Championship game will be the Philadelphia Eagles. Look at you. I love the Eagles. They quietly have gotten better. They brought in more weapons for Carson Wentz. On defense, they made a couple of big trades. I mean, Brink Garby was great. They got LeGarrette Blunt in. They've, they've settled that running game down a little bit. They have a lot of weapons now where last year they didn't really have any. And Wentz showed he had a great beginning of the year. The league caught up to him, but then he adjusted. The last three, four games, he was really good. He will make that next jump. Nobody studies as hard as he does. Eagles and the Seahawks in the NFC Championship game. I got to be honest. You really showed your hands when you made the Tony Bruno reference a little a couple minutes ago. I thought you were going to say I showed my hands when I was talking about Jared Goff. No, well, I mean, you, tiny baby you have tiny baby hands, hands right there, little panda no, no, my hands. hands aren't, my hands aren't small. They're just They're just really fat. Small. I mean, they're like panda hands. When we say, you know. If Trust you, me, my hands are not that small. They're not small. Well, well when you my type something out, small. you have a, a typographical error. We just say you're fat fingered. No, I, I do have. not be wrong. I do have really fat fingers. Look at those hands. Are they small hands? I Did do that have. just for you. The Jason that? Smith Show, Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studio. So there we go. I'm going Philadelphia and Seattle in the NFC Championship game. Mike Harmon. Take it away. See, just like you eliminated the Patriots on the first side of things, right? When you said in the AFC, we can't have the Patriots. I did that in my head with Seattle. Okay. Because they're the class of, okay. of everybody. I said with that defense, and you look at Russell Wilson, even though he's going to be running for his life a lot, as if he were being chased by Shia LaBeouf, that offensive line. Civ- Do it! Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I'm still eliminating them from consideration. So I'm going a little deeper. So, first off, I am in a... Why, I didn't go deep enough? Well, you took you took chalk. I, I took the chalk off the board. That's all I'm saying. I didn't, take, I didn't pick the Packers. I didn't pick the Giants, who everybody else is picking. You, go ahead, Mr. Go ahead, Mr. Trendsetter. Go ahead. Hey, who you, are you picking? You, you, I like the Giants. I like the Packers. Go ahead. Well, that would be nice and easy make, now, make, wouldn't it? Make your pick. No. The Bears and who? <laughs> the Bears. The Bears. Buddy, in my wildest, wildest nightmares, I couldn't... Uh, Bears and who? Bears. bears and who? I'm not taking the Bears. All right, all right, all right. Take the Bears. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm going to go, go south, even though it's nice and, and congested. And I'm going to go out on a, on a limb, and I'm going to say Drew Brees and Sean Payton mm. find a way to score enough points. Because okay. the defense isn't helping them. But oh, that no, they score true. enough points to navigate the south. I think there's a lot of cannibalism going on in, in terms of divisional games along the way that will open the door for them. So I'm going to take – the Saints and Drew Brees in a bit of an outlier. Yes, I know Willie Sneed is suspended for three games, and they've jumbled the receiving core a little bit, but I like the three-headed backfield. I think uh, Alvin Kamara could have a, a nice season as the pass catcher and offer an extra safety valve when you're looking at the Ingram-Peterson combination uh, running the ball most of the rest of the way. Wait, wait, then, wait, 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 for one second. Yeah. Uh, TJ, Expect Kamara to be the chameleon that is needed wow. for the Saints. Oh, boy. DJ. Karma. Wow. Wow. My God. I had to do that. I had to do that. That was really, really, really good, <laughs> I have to say. All right, go ahead. And then I'm going to go to the north, and I'm not going to take the Packers. 
Okay. I'm going to go the newly minted. Bears. $198 million. Oh, man. the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions. Wow. Again, looking at the offense to give me enough with Abdullah okay. back in the, in the backfield alongside Riddick. They have two guys that are big, explosive playmakers there. Wide receiving core, Jones, Ebron, and Golden Tate. And Stafford as the trigger man. Again, shootouts may be the norm. But again, that division, I believe, is going to be cannibalized. I'm looking at two divisions that are going to be a fight. So stealing a game or two outside of the division is going to be all the difference. TJ, certainly the Lions offense hoping to chronicle Riddick many times and have Abdullah butchering his way into the end zone. All right, a Vin Diesel DJ. and Abdullah the Butcher reference. I knew you'd like Abdullah I, the that Butcher. That kind of offset, though. I knew you'd like that. I am Groot uh, <laughs> along the way as well. Obviously, we're, we're rolling deep, right? Because you look at the East, you like those teams better, right? The Eagles, the Giants. Giants with the defensive front are fantastic. Now it's what's, what's left of Eli, and do you get a full yeah. season out of Odell Giants, Beckham? It's, it's, too, it's too many. The Giants are good. They're too trendy. And the too much has to go right for no, the Giants. No, but that, that was the point, right, you know? is, is going away from, from what have become the, the obvious concessions and trying to look a little bit deeper as to where things can go right. Washington, a lot of question marks with Kirk Cousins as they change out. I'm not falling into that trap again. I picked the Redskins too many times. No, you, you went down game. that road. But this year, now watch this year. They'll get there. But you changed out the entirety of your receiving core, and Terrell Pryor becomes the hero. And then Dallas, the schedule, the offensive line, and the specter of Ezekiel Elliott. I think there's too much going on there for them to continue their success. So would have been easy to pick one of those teams because they're trendy, especially the Giants. And the Packers, I mean, come on, everybody's picked the Packers in Seattle. Forget about it. This NFC Championship game picks are brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you are looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. They put that True Car on at the factory. I know they do. So there it is. I have Eagles, Seahawks, Mike Harmon, the Detroit Lions, and the, the New Bears. Orleans Saints. No, nothing good. No, not the Bears. The Bears, stop that. Sorry, I'm sorry. You didn't say it. He's just going to keep playing that until I, I believe that man. that was the pick I actually made. You know, Harmon really picked the Bears. No, because Mike Glennon's going to get traded Lion. like Sam Bradford did like by week three. And the Jets have traded the number one pick in 2018 to the Bears in exchange for Mike Glennon. And if they ever get Alshon Jeffrey back. Oh, Mitchell Trubisky's grandma's car. What am I- <laughs> hey, maybe she bought it on True Car. Uh, 877-99 on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresca Twitter, at How About a Fresca. We'll have more NFL coming up, but straight ahead. The craziest story of the day yesterday got even crazier today. That's next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Great news, great news. You want to save money, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Yeah, someone really doesn't like the show and said, shut the blank up, Dustin. I, I don't know who he was talking to, but he was messaging me on Twitter. I'm going to call you Dustin, <laughs> Dustin from now on. I'm Dustin. <laughs> would would Dustin S- screech track I, better I need than, you to do my homework for him. <laughs> yeah, but if we, we started calling you Dustin and we changed that, would that track more and resonate with people more if we called Ooh, you Dustin instead D- of Jason? Dustin Smith? Oh, Dustin. Or we Dustin. call you Dusty. Du- no, Dusty. I can't be. No, Dusty. 
I, th- I think of D- DJ. No American dreaming on Dusty traveling the roads to Fox Sports Radio. I mean, there's not. It would, it, Dusty would be tough. I don't know. Dusty. 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 Be like a cowboy that always was riding off into the sunset. Oh, when Dusty comes back to town. Not eating the horse. Not eating the See, horse. you took it to that inevitable conclusion. Why don't you let the story tell itself? You oh, and it. now you're shooting a horse? What is that, tight shirt? It's a musket. Oh, wow. It's still on the musket. Things just escalated pretty quickly here in the Geico studio. Uh, the craziest story of the day yesterday certainly involved the Red Sox and the Yankees. The Red Sox being investigated by Major League Baseball for stealing signs using an Apple Watch. Assistant trainer would get information on his Apple Watch and be able to relay it to Red Sox players who were in the field on the base pass so they could steal the Yankee signs. The last 24 hours, the story is really sort of blown up. It's not known if there's going to be any kind of penalty for the Red Sox yet. It's an ongoing investigation. Dustin Pedroia said today, look, this is part of the game. Stealing signs just happens. I mean, this is this is how the game is played. Which I think everybody agrees is True. part of the history. True. Right? But this is where we're at now. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make a bold statement about this investigation in Major League Baseball. Because today, it breaks that the Yankees are being investigated because the cameras that are used on the Yes Network are zooming in on Red Sox coaches. So... They can show what signs they're throwing out there so the Yankees can steal them. You now have a network involved. Hey, zoom in on, uh, come on, zoom in on Farrell. I got to well, see it him. is their network. Zoom in on Farrell. I got to <laughs> see him. I got to see him. What's he signaling? What's he saying? What's he saying? What's he saying? Zoom in on him. I mean, now, now you have a network being involved where, the, where, where you know, the Steinbrenners are in the, their office going, Camera four, truck left. Camera four, truck left. All right, zoom in. Zoom in. No, 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 too far. Zoom out, zoom out. Perfect, right there. What are they? It looks like it looks like a bunt. All right, all right they may, get ready for the bunt. Get ready for the bunt. It'd be funny if they were sitting there with the joystick actually <laughs> controlling said cameras. <laughs> da, 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 da. But this is where we're at now, where the Yes Network is involved in an investigation. Here's my bold statement. This is going to become the Spygate of Major League Baseball. Oh, look at this. Because think about Spygate, how that unfolded. We get Eric Mangini, head coach of the Jets, who complains to the NFL, the Patriots were shooting our defensive signals when they're not allowed to. And then that statement is like, whoa, what? What are you talking about? And then we find out, whoa, there's a lot to this. The Patriots had been doing it for a long time. The debate rages whether or not that's legal. And then slowly, you see other teams weigh in saying things like, well, yeah, the Patriots taped, taped our practice. The Rams think they taped the walkthrough during, right before the Super Bowl in, in 99 when the, or in 2000 when the Patriots won. And then many other people throughout the NFL weighed in on different ways that teams cheat. And it became that big of a story. And then Commissioner Goodell... Find the Patriots a million and a half dollars and docked them draft picks and ooh, really? That's what you're going to do? We won three Super Bowls. Thanks a lot. We'll take that trade. And that's how well, Spygate. They at that point. That's how Spygate <laughs> mushroomed into that big story. But this is this is where this story is at. It's the same kind right. of thing. What kind of cheating is this? How big a deal is this cheating? And now we're going to start to slowly hear. You'll you know other players are going to weigh in. They're going to say, oh, you know who told me about stealing signs back in 2005? We used to do it using a flip phone or whatever it is. You're going to start hearing crazy stories about how other teams would steal signs or players in the past 
we did this. You're also going to hear other teams say, well, the Yankees did this to us, or the Red Sox did that to us, or the Mets did that to us. And this is what's going to happen. It's going to become a Spygate story where now suddenly a story that's a, hey, and oh, by the way, this is crazy, an Apple Watch turns into a really big deal, and MLB is going to have to come down with some kind of big ruling on stealing signs because this is something that Major League Baseball doesn't want. And the fact that the reaction of players and fans is, you know, well, look, what, what do we Yeah, We've always stolen signs. It's a big deal. That's a bad optic, that stealing signs and cheating is okay. We can't have that in sports right now. That's a bad look. So now you're going to have to see some kind of punishment doled out, whatever the most serious of these crimes may wind up Yeah, being. I think as we sit here in the Geico studios and we watch the, these games as they're coming to a finish here on a Wednesday night, one, one of the big things is the inclusion of the technological side of things, right? It's one thing is, all right, you're the designated, and you got a guy that knows how to read lips. You got a guy who's particularly adept, better vision, whatever the case may be. As soon as you start using the technology of either the Yes Network or the Apple Watch, perhaps that changes your discussion a little bit versus just being able to pick up reads like you're a poker player, right, and body language or how the guy stands on the mound ahead of a pit. All right, I know he's going to the off speed or whatever. Different things, or he this is how he leans or, or whatever. So I, th- I think that's the big discussion but it's just very interesting that the two teams and now the cardinals have their own other cyber thing going on but that you've got three of the historic teams that are caught up in this twitter at how about a fresca the jason smith show jason mike Harmon coming up next we get back into the biggest story of the day from the nfl fox final hour of the program the jason smith show jason Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. We've covered a lot of ground tonight on the show. Made our AFC and NFC championship game picks. We'll get to that coming up in a half hour. If you missed it, we're out on ledges, and judging by the reaction on social media, we're either geniuses or we have no idea what we're talking about. Brilliant! You part have to turn your discuss- mic on. Well, part of, you, know, uh, you know, I try to give you credit as being a genius, and you don't have your microphone on. Well, sometimes you protect myself <laughs> from what I'm about to say, saying, you know what, you and you, you exactly. You, but you. the, uh, the okay. idea being here, as we went through the AFC, we said flat out, no Patriots involvement whatsoever. Yeah. And as we got into the NFC, in my brain, since it's become the de facto pick, especially once... Sheldon Richardson came on board. Look, as much as you may hate the offensive line that's working in front of Russell Wilson, Seattle is the favorite out of the NFC. So in my head, they were eliminated from consideration, at least from where where I was coming from a pick standpoint. Likewise, Green Bay and the Giants have been cited so many times. I said, to hell with that. I'm moving away from them too, which means you go deeper down the depth chart, and now you're swimming in some some difficult choppy waters. <laughs> so that's how we came to the picks that we did. So we'll have that coming up in a bit. Again, that's in about a half hour. But the Michael Bennett story is a crazy thing to come out of the NFL in which racial profiling has been thrust front and center once again. Now, Bennett, star defensive end for the Seattle Seahawks, has been very active uh, in the NFL. In fact, outside of Colin Kaepernick, he's probably been the most active as far as wanting to promote change. He continues to kneel for the national anthem. Uh, He wants things to change as far as 
how black men are treated by police and, and many racial situations in the country. Look, and many people have taken up the torch that Colin Kaepernick started off last season. Bennett's one of the more high-profile players. A situation occurred in Las Vegas last week after the Mayweather-McGregor fight. According to Michael Bennett, he's accused police of racially profiling him, saying they pointed guns at him and used excessive force during an incident in Las Vegas. After the fight was over at a casino, Bennett was there, a bunch of other people was there, were there, and some people thought they heard a gunshot. And they started running and fleeing. Police officers responded to the potential of a shooter with a gunshot. Turned out there was no gunshot. There was no shooter. But police were asked to respond because they thought there were reports of an active shooter at this club and at at, at this casino. Michael Bennett was crouched near a machine that I don't I don't know the area exactly where he was, but he was crouched next to a, a one-armed bandit, next to a slot machine. When the police officers were running through the casino trying to find the shooter was, everybody was running. A police officer saw Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett got up and started running out like other people did. Police subdued him, tackled him, cuffed him, and according to Bennett, the officer said he will I will blanking shoot you in the head if you move here's some audio tmz has the the audio and the video of michael bennett being tackled and being cuffed by the police officer you're going to hear it you're going to hear his voice near the end this is bennett asking questions of the police officer while he is being detained and restrained So you hear Bennett there at the end. Can you answer my question, sir? I'm not doing anything. I'm here with my friends. He was then taken to a police squad car, detained for 10 minutes. Then when they realized he was not a suspect, he was released. He talked about it a little bit today, as uh, today was the day where this story became front and center, likely due to TMZ uh, coming forth with the video. It's a traumatic experience for me, uh, my family. It sucks that the country that we live in now, sometimes you get profiled for the color of your skin, and um, it's a tough situation for me. Do I think every police officer is bad? No, I don't believe that. Do I believe there's some people out there that judge people on the color of their skin? I do believe that, and uh, I'm just focused on uh, trying to push forward and keep continuously championing the quest for um, justice for people, um, keep pushing uh, equality for oppressed people, and um, that's that's just what the that's what I'm about and what I keep doing. And here's where we're at with this investigation. Uh, the police don't know why the officer who tackled Bennett arrested him, why he had his body camera off. So that's a question right there. Body camera's got to be on. Why? I mean, this is another situation where we hear, yeah, the body camera's off. We don't know why. No matter what, you don't look good. 
if the police officer has his body camera off, initially everybody's response is going to be, well, because he's doing something he shouldn't be and doesn't want a record of it. you got to have your body camera on. I don't think that's too much to ask of the police to say, hey, make sure your body camera's on. You know, we've seen it a couple of times now where when a black person winds up dying in police custody, oh, the body camera wasn't on. Well, you gotta got to have your body camera on. That should be something. Now, regardless as to how this situation plays out, and there's you can ask legitimate question, why are we just hearing about this now? Michael Bennett certainly has never been shy with his opinions before. Why are we hearing about this now over a week later? Why didn't we hear about this the day after? But my overwhelming thing that stu- that stuck out to me after watching this is that here's Michael Bennett in a situation where he believes he's being racially profiled. Obviously, he was innocent. And again, there was no gunshots. There was no anything. It was police responding to a report of this. They're still trying to figure out their investigation. I am incredibly impressed with the restraint and how wise and prescient black men can be when they feel they're being racially profiled by police officers. Because we've seen it many times. And look, do the vast 99.9% of the police officers in the country do a great job? Of course they do. You know, but obviously police should be held to a higher standard. You know, there's no, there's no, it's not just a, just a, a right or wrong thing. The vast majority, they're great. They protect us. And, but when we hear stories like this or other stories where, a black man is 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 manipulated somehow or shot and killed in, in, in police custody, you have to ask questions. There's been many instances that we don't even know about where a black man's in police custody and he's being he's racially profiled or feels he's racially profiled. The restraint that that black men have to not turning it into a deadly situation is amazing to me. Because look, you heard Michael Bennett's voice. He was scared out of his mind, obviously. But he also knew this is not a t- sir. Can you answer my questions? Can you tell me why what's going on? To not go crazy when you would absolutely have the right to do that if you're being racially profiled, and not make the situation worse is is something that I, I can't understand. Because look, Michael Bennett's a big dude. He could easily have just turned around, and say, "What the blank are you doing to put these cuffs on me?" And then suddenly, who knows what happens? He gets tased. He gets shot. Who knows? But the fact that when, when racial profiling situations are out there, and whether this, this or one is not, we're still waiting for the, the investigation, the fact that the vast majority of times that black men can say, okay, okay, we'll deal with this after. You are really treating me badly, but we're going to deal with this the right way after, and that's we're going to bring this to a large audience so people can see what happened. Because by every right they would have, if it's, if it's a racial profiling situation, to... to get really angry because you don't know how people are going to react in stressful situations. And when you're grabbed up by the cops, who knows how you're going to react? You don't know what's going to happen. If I got grabbed up by the cops for some reason, I don't know what would happen, how I would react. I'd like to think I'd be nice and calm, but maybe I say something stupid because I talk for a living and I think everything I say is genius and brilliant and I might end up getting myself in trouble. But the fact that the vast majority of times that when this happens to black men, that they, they don't make the situation and inflame it, and they can keep their cool about them, that's something special. That's something special that says, you know what, the right thing to do is to go through this, and then let's just let, let's make sure that this is a discussion that's had on a bigger, larger level so we can judge right and wrong and people can see what's going on because that's what's going to bring about change and understanding between sides of different stories. That, that's what sticks out to me when I see Michael Bennett. Because this is, I mean, obviously, Michael Bennett's bigger than any police officer you're going to find. 
And if he if he's just feel whoa, whoa, what the hell are you doing to me? And he gets mad, that could have turned bad really quick. Well, and I think the stories of the past year plus are the things Michael Bennett is protesting and trying to make people aware of is is very heavy on his mind as as this situation unfolds. You know, he protests his, his innocence, but leaves it there. You could hear the fear, as you said, and recognizing there there's a, a greater greater situation that you know in in a stressful environment you you want to be the one you you can only control your reaction so as to not exacerbate the situation and in his press conference talking about his daughter he got emotional and had to to end it one of the the stories as it broke from TMZ and right now the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police talking about the hundreds of videos they need to go through obviously you you cite the body camera not being on by the particularly uh, by the particular arresting officer, but that there may be other vantage points that point to to more uh, information to get this through. Uh, one of the reports from TMZ said that the police responded and told everybody to get down and not move to properly search and investigate, and that Bennett was among those who didn't and kept moving. So, as we go through it and. You're just trying to get to the facts, and that's what you hope comes out in this case, that you, you get a better understanding and that if there was improper work done by the police, that that is taken care of. But it's a, a reminder again, and I think for Michael Bennett to just stand up and the Seahawks immediately is back. Roger Goodell issues a statement that, you know, it's just a reminder that it doesn't matter your status, your bank account, your profile and and where you're at in terms of any corporate hierarchy that it, it all gets taken down in intense situations like this to just the basic facts uh, about trying to investigate and, and what may happen in terms of people's mentality and, and where a stressful situation takes them. So for, for Michael Bennett, he'll continue to protest. That's what he said. This was this is the core of what we've been talking about. So we'll wait for the next part of the investigation, but certainly an ugly experience and, and an ugly visual uh, going out today. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, live from the Geico Studios. Twitter, at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter, at How About a Fresca. Now, for many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates. Fast and on budget, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes, even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. If we give you this job in morning drive, will you create a Ponzi scheme that will embarrass a station? No. Congratulations, you're hired. You can review applicants, take notes, schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast? This exclusive offer gives you a great head start. Find out why over 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed dot com slash credit terms conditions and quality standards do apply coming up next something that every sports talk radio host across the country 
as they're going to start having to do every day before their show starts. And we're no different, Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason and my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where we have great news, great news. You want to save 15% or more in car insurance, go to geico.com right now, and in 15 minutes, that's what you could be saving. Our big picks for the 2017 NFL season coming your way in less than 10 minutes. We like to do things a little bit differently here on the show. Just a wee bit. We don't pick Super Bowls because it's easy. Uh, The Patriots and the Packers. No, we pick the AFC and NFC championship games. And we're going to do it a special way because we're not allowed to pick the Patriots to be in the AFC title game because that's too easy. Too easy to pick them because they're too good and they're likely going to be there. So that will be a non-Patriots AFC championship game pick from us. Yay. And we'll pick the NFC championship game as well. The final four in the NFL. I like the way you think. Get bold. Meanwhile, the happiest man in the world right now has to be Boomer Esiason because they taped inside the NFL a night ago and not tonight. That certainly helped. I got to say. He would have been fighting Ray Lewis for headlines. You know, Mike Harmon, I, I, the police have it out for us. They, they do? They have it out for sports talk radio hosts. I mean, I didn't yeah, think so. I... I thought we could live our lives just like everybody else does, but apparently now we cannot. Well, when you're involved in a bunch of criminal activity, that bad things are going to happen. It's no longer acceptable for a sports talk radio host to get naked in someone's condo that they don't know and refuse to leave. Can't do that anymore. Well, I mean, you can. You're going to get in trouble. There's consequences. Not socially acceptable for a guy to get caught up in a prostitution sting. You know, I want to go, you know, hang out a little bit on the weekend, get a little freaky. You know, I can't do that anymore. And now after today we find out you can't create a Ponzi scheme about ticket sales for Broadway plays and concerts and not get arrested for it. Suddenly all these things that people do, sports talk radio hosts can't do. You, you, You forgot about roughing up. You're I forgot, yes. Too. I forgot, well, Ethan Skolnick yeah. in in Florida, in Miami, uh, this whole thing started when he got in a fight with his dad, you know, longtime sports talk radio host in, in Miami. And then last week or, or a few days ago, two weeks ago, you had Ryan Rosillo in the, the naked jaunt in, in the yeah. in Jackson Hole condo. And then over the weekend, you had Mitch Levy, morning guy in Seattle, arrested as part of a prostitution sting. And now today, Craig Carton, Boomer Esiason's co-host on their WFAN morning show. Look, Craig Carton, people across the country know this guy. He was trending on Twitter today because he was caught up and arrested for allegedly perpetrating a fraud with a Ponzi scheme to defraud investors who wanted to invest in a ticket selling and reselling business. Basically, it was this. Carton and his partner, not Boomer Esiason. Boomer Esiason, as far as we know, is, is legit in this, and, and it doesn't know anything about this. I'm waiting for the first hot take. Boomer knew! Boomer knew! Oh, come on, how did he not know? He's his radio partner. All right, Boomer Esiason is fine. He had no idea what went on, and he's glad they didn't have to answer these questions on inside the NFL on Showtime. Uh, is that Carton... It's always next week. That's true. Yeah, but we're in the first week. And the next show. Oh, oh, that's true, yeah. Tomorrow morning. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Kind of a, well, I'm sure Chris Christie will be doing the show with uh, with Boomer Esiason That would be tomorrow. interesting. Uh, basically, it works like this. Uh, you approach an investor and say, listen, I have this 
system going on. I, I can get Broadway tickets and concert tickets at, at face value. And then on the resale market, I can make a lot of money on them and, and make money for you. They get money from investors. Meanwhile, they never get these discounted tickets. They get money from investors, and then they get new investors, and some of that money is used to pay off the old investors, but some of the other money they keep. And what Carton is accused of doing is is getting the money from investors and using it to pay off his gambling debts, which totaled over $5 million. He owed three different casinos over $5 million for gambling. So this is what's happened in Sports Talk Radio the last few days. It's not been good for us. Every day we're going to have to start the day or before the show starts by saying, none of us are arrested. We're here. We're doing the show. We're here with you tonight. We might have to do that. That may be a thing. It may be expected of us now. No, I think we, we're okay. I, I, I think these are um, just a bad two weeks. You think that's just what it is? A bad two weeks. I, I don't know. Cop, cops are zeroing in on us, man. Zeroing in on us. It's, what, no, it's this, what it is. This one is. They want to take down the guys that they don't like what they say on the radio. We'll go get you. You think you can get a prostitute. Nah. Yeah, go ahead. Good luck. Just looking for some companionship. <laughs> Everybody needs a little love. No, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just a convergence of events that end with this one, which is a, a somewhat desperate act, a little bit of addiction. All of that rolled into one. You talk about millions of dollars and finding someone who becomes the idea man saying, hey, we should do this. Use your name and celebrity, and that's how we get the initial investment, and then it kind of rolls from there is is a frightening concept to see how that spirals into $5.6 million and security and wire fraud, you know, acts and charges coming against Carton. What was it? Wires and securities fraud are are the two things, and the the fact that every media member that wasn't on air in New York was trying to get outside the courtroom for this uh, as it went down today. And you saw the memes of other hosts in, in New York and everything else. It just really spiraled into uh, a difficult place. So nobody's targeting you, Jason. It, otherwise, you would have already been scooped up for that mailbox heist all those years Listen, ago. okay. It was 25 years ago. Doesn't matter. I took the Yafchak's mailbox. You did. I put it back. Doesn't the matter next morning, that you put it back. There was no mail. It's it was still Sunday a federal morning, crime. Not on a Sunday. If there's no mail on a Sunday, it's not a crime. You, you don't need it for anything da- on a Sunday. No, you damaged nope. the sanctity. Don't need of, it. Nope. No, but what? They, there's no guarantee they'd picked up their mail on the Saturday. It, it was for empty. all you know. You empty. didn't know that. I took the mailbox. It, it was doesn't. Empty. No, but it didn't matter. There was no mail. It doesn't in the matter. No, that's not the there point. There was no mail. That's there was the no mail. No, but I knew there was no mail in there. How did you know? Did you watch the yaf? No, it's unlawful surveillance of the yaf checks. <laughs> not unlawful. You got all sorts of stuff going on. Now you're admitting to other crimes. I'm not admitting. What are you no. doing? It was 25 years ago. It, it doesn't was, matter. It was put back. No, you it's can't. It's a federal l- crime. Listen, it, no, no. It's a law that you cannot commit a, cro- a postal crime on a Sunday because there's no post on Sunday. Who said this? It's in the laws. I saw it. Yeah. No post on Sundays. S- cite the uh, statute. It's anarchy. It's like the purge anarchy. Oh, no. Any, anything goes on. It's like the Wild West in the post office on You're Sunday. You're out of control. Well, it's, it's fine. I don't think I so. just I was just stunned when I told my wife about this story. Yeah. And uh, she started laughing. I go, why? She goes, because I'm picturing you, like, trying to run a Ponzi scheme. I, like, I, I can't even picture you doing that. And she's giggling, laughing for, like, five minutes. I'm going, okay. And part of me is like, oh, I'm glad my wife doesn't think I have those tendencies t- to me. But the other part is I'm like, hey, you don't think I'm smart enough to pull off a Ponzi scheme like that? You don't think I can do that? I can multitask and do all of that? And then I realize that would be a lot of en- 
energy. I, I don't have that much energy. Well, you wouldn't be able to memorize a lot of movie and TV lines. Yeah. There'd be a lot less going to movies during the day or, you know, yeah. Coaching Zoe's soccer over team that would be soccer tough. Team. Yeah, it would be it would be tough. Yeah, the under ten that yeah. you treat like it's the World Cup. No, it's not the World Cup. It's you know, it's 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 preparation for the World Cup. No, I, I just I wouldn't yeah, it would be I, my life is too I don't know. I, I I that would add so much complication. I'd be too sweaty and nervous. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to do the the dirty work. Oh, you'd we be, do it together? You'd be the face. You'd be and, going, and hey. you, No, you'd be the money guy. You would absolutely be the why? money guy. Why why do I gotta be wrapped up in your illicit no, because, well, you went illegal to, no, activities? No, no, no. You went to Northwestern. I did. You know, you you have a you a degree that people would respect and they would go, Well, he's gotta be the money guy. You know, Jason's just the guy who I talks went back for more blah, blah, schooling blah, blah, blah. after that yeah. too. So and did, didn't you work in loans? I did. When you worked there? Yeah, so you're the money guy. You're the guy with the briefcase full of cash, and you know I'm the guy that comes in and I say. So gonna... I'm wait a minute, my Ted DiBiase or Virgil in this? Uh, well, you'd have to be Virgil because you have the briefcase full of money. I'd be the guy in the movie where if we were pulling a scam, I'd be the guy that would do all this crazy stuff, blah blah blah, and you would boil throughout the entire movie because you would have to cover my tracks because I would say stuff and promise things I can't deliver, and you, we would have a big showdown at the end. You get really mad. You would say, "I am not." Going to write the checks your body can't cash anymore. I am done with this. And then you would split, and I would, you know, we, then we'd fight over the money, and then we'd both wind up dead because we'd, like, wind up killing each other, and the money would go to a third party. That's how it would end if we were how moving. How about that? Yeah. Would That's it be floating it over Las Vegas or something? Uh, no, like something. It would be like the, like the, like, like the wire stuff with Stringer and, 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 and Avon where it was, you know, they knew they were out to get each other, but they were still friends. Like, we'd still be out to get each other for all the money. And somehow we'd both wind up dead by the other person, you know, getting someone to kill him. And, and, and that would be the whole shame of the movie is that all this money that it was over now is going to go to somebody else. See, but all the time you th- spent thinking about this movie plot and how mm-hmm. it would end, you could have spent running your Ponzi scheme. So oh, yeah, but it's more fun to do that than, than try to defraud people in the Ponzi scheme. You got some money for me, buddy? You got money? You got money? <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresco, the Jason Smith Show. Jason and my best friend and money guy. Mike Harmon, coming up in one minute, we'll make our big picks for the 2017 NFL season. But first, let's check in with Tom Looney and find out just exactly what is trending. Diamondbacks just won their 13th baseball game in a row. That's bad news for the Dodgers. They've lost 11 of their last 12. Arizona iced teed L.A. 3-1. Your three other late-night liberal left-coast games are over. Cards tricked the Padres 3-1. Astros a high made the Mariners 5-3. Giants tap the Rockies 11-3. The Tribe is on the warpath. He drives this one high. He drives it deep to right. This ball is gone. Over the bullpen. Into the That was a 455-foot bomb from Carlos Santana. Tom Hamilton with the call on one of America's great rock and roll stations. WMMS Cleveland. The Tribe has won 14 in a row. Indians folded the White Sox 5-1. to one. And put this in the museum of hard to believe next to the choreographer with wife and children. For the first time since 1981, four women from the United States of America have made it to the semifinals of the U.S. Open. Venus Williams, Sloane Stevens, Madison Keys, and Coco Vanderway. What a cool name. Coco Vanderway, the niece of Kiki Vanderway. A little fun fact for you. And now here's two guys that provide you with plenty of fun facts throughout the night. 
Jason Smith, and Michael Harmon. You know, every time you say Sloan Stevens, I think of Sloan from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Every time I say Sloan Stevens, I think of this. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was thinking of Shadow suddenly. Stevens myself. <laughs> oh, great oh. shout out to Shadow Stevens, one of the great disc jockeys ever. And he was in the middle of the uh, the Hollywood Squares for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Oh, Shadow, yeah. He used to also introduce the show. He was the voice of the show and on the show. Pretty cool. Wow. Uh, do we know anybody else who was the voice of the show and on a show somewhere, Looney? I think that would that be was? the best damn sports show, oh, period. Okay. <laughs> Please, no jingle. I'm a humble man. Never heard of him. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. Appreciate You're it. You're the best. Uh, coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to get into... Something that has become a big storyline in baseball the last couple of days and just going to get bigger and bigger is it as Batman? we get closer to the playoffs. It is not Batman. But Batman. it's time to make our picks. The official picks were on the eve of the regular season of the NFL. We have opening night tomorrow night. We have the Chiefs and the Patriots. So we're going to pick the AFC and NFC championship games right now. Not the Super Bowl. That's too easy. AFC, NFC championship games. We'll kick it off with the AFC. And the only rule is we can't pick the Patriots because it's too easy. A non-Patriots AFC championship game. My first team in the AFC title game is a team that is ascending, will likely win their division, a division that is on the downswing. Their quarterback will make a big leap this year. He is already one of the best red zone quarterbacks in the NFL. Just added a big weapon who's going to be even bigger in the red zone. The defense is very, very good. Their secondary is young, but they have some playmakers there. They got a big guy in the draft. In the AFC Championship game will be the Tennessee Titans. Mariota makes the big leap. Decker is a huge addition. They're loaded on offense. Their defense is good. They got a Dory Jackson. This is going to be a team that is going to surprise and make it to the AFC title game. Awaiting them there will be the Los Angeles Chargers. Whoa! On the Atlanta Falcons 2016 trail of a team that's always been talented. Finally, they put it all together. Joey Bose is going to be the defensive player of the year in the NFL. He's just that good. Their defense is phenomenal. There's enough weapons on offense. Melvin Gordon is ascending. Phillip Rivers is great. It's going to wind up being a great home field advantage at StubHub Center. When they start selling out, every seat is good. They're right on top of the field. It's only 30000 but it will feel like fifty and fifty-five. They're going to get Mike Williams back eventually. He's going to start practicing in a couple of weeks. Going to add another big dimension to that offense. It was tough between the Chargers and the Raiders because I like the Raiders as well, but I believe more in Bosa and the Chargers defense than Khalil Mack and the Raiders defense because outside of Khalil Mack, the Raiders have a lot of questions. So I'm going Titans-Chargers, the non-Patriots AFC Championship. Like that boldness with the Chargers, a lot of offensive weaponry uh, at the disposal uh, of of Phillip Rivers. Uh, Looking a little deeper, uh, I take the Patriots off the board, obviously, and well, I ended up with Kansas City coming out of that same division, looking for a little bit of cannibalization that you've got four teams that are going to make some noise and make things difficult for one another. But for the Chiefs, looking at the explosive playmakers, that good front seven on the defensive side, and that Patrick Mahomes eventually is inserted at quarterback to you know work the downfield pass, something that Alex Smith, as much as he's won, 
has it done? Perhaps a new complexion, and you've heard the glowing reviews from the GM and those associated with the Chiefs. Now, on the other side, I'm looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bit of a chalk pick and, and a popular pick for for the popular people, as Looney would say, uh, because you have those playmakers of Brown and Bell to get things started. Knucklehead effect still still there for Le'Veon Bell, the fear of some other transgression. He's already been suspended a couple of times. Also, Martavis Bryant coming back. Ben Roethlisberger, a far more effective quarterback, a couple of tight ends, and a better offensive line, good front seven on the defensive end as well. So looking for Big Ben and Patrick Mahomes to meet. So there's the AFC Championship games right there. This AFC and NFC Championship picks brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Now to the NFC. NFC Championship game, no restrictions on this one because they don't have a Patriots there. But looking at the path of least resistance, a team that is going to make hay in their own division. They figured out their offense. They made a big trade for Sheldon Richardson, who's going to, as long as his head is on straight, he's going to be huge on that defensive front line. The Seahawks win the NFC West, and they host the NFC Championship game. I looked for teams that made a big jump from last year to this year. Not many did. The Seahawks will take advantage of that bad division, and they will continue their excellent play over the last few years. They will host the NFC title game, and they will do so against the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz will make a big jump this year. He will be a star. They added weapons across the board. He had none last year. Now he's got two good tight ends. You got a couple of good receivers. And on defense, you added a big player. Darby was a great acquisition this offseason. The Eagles made the improvements necessary to take that leap. I know the NFC East is tough, but I believe in the Eagles. I believe they are that good of an ascending team. Eagles-Seahawks, NFC Championship. I dug deep. I took the Seahawks off the board saying, hey, they're the chalk of the NFC side of things. You got them, the Giants, and the Packers, I think, would account for 99%. Of all picks. There go. What about the Bears? Oh, she's picking the Bears. Update. Well, I got to take the Bears. Go. Yeah. Bears. Therefore, Bears. no. Bears. I will stay in division, though. So, m- removing the Packers, looking at the newly minted, well, multi-gazillionaire uh, Matthew Stafford and the offensive weaponry that he brings, the defense will struggle. Uh, but look for them to win shootouts. And look at New Orleans looking coming out of the South, where, again, you've got a battle for the division and Drew Brees just this much better. Michael Thomas, Kobe Fleener. You look at the three-headed backfield, and then you add Austin Carr, obligatory Northwestern. Uh, that's why I jammed it in there, because they claimed him on waivers, uh, and that he'll have an impact for them. But Willie Sneed will get back from the suspension. They'll Fired put up in points. There. <laughs> there we go. There's our official AFC and NFC championship game picks. There you go. Mike Harmon, Saints and the Bears in the NFC. Bears. Saints and the Lions Mitchell. in the NFC title game. Mitchell. I have the Eagles and the Seahawks. Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter at How About a Fresca. Once again, our AFC and NFC title game picks brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit TrueCar.com or TrueCar today. Coming up next, a very special and shocking play of the night right here, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Pop that champagne. If you live in Philadelphia, Seattle, Los Angeles, or Tennessee, 
Those are your teams going to the NFC and AFC championship games. Little well, slide I mean, over. New England's going, but we're premature not. Premature celebration yeah. here on oh. the night before. I like that <laughs> the premature NFL celebration. kicks off from the Geico Studios. Little slide over. So there are picks yeah. for the AFC and NFC title games we made a few minutes ago. And, and yes, I want to make it clear that we didn't pick the Patriots because it was too easy to pick the Patriots. I just want people to know the reason to pay because it's too easy. So it was a non-Patriot selection for the AFC title game. That's okay. why we went with the teams we did because it was too easy. Chargers, Titans, you went Chiefs, Steelers. Yeah. NFC, I went Seahawks, Eagles, you went Bears, and you Bears. went Lions, Saints. Yeah, I extracted three teams out of the NFC because <laughs> 98% – of the game-picking population that selected <laughs> the Seahawks, Giants, oh, and stop. Packers. Oh, they did not. Just stop with On that. the they NFC side, not. am I no. wrong? No, they did. The, everybody's picking the Giants, I agree. Giants, it's like the Giants, like they're the only team. Giants, Seahawks, Giants and the and Packers. Packers. Nah, Seahawks definitely run third on that list. It's Giants and Packers at the top. Still on the medal stand. So I excised them from my selection. They're not overwhelming favorites. Seahawks are not overwhelming favorites to make the the end to go to the Super Bowl. They're not. They're not overwhelming. Go ahead, go. I know what I know what you're looking up right now. Go ahead, look it up. Look it up. I'm looking up the the statute of limitation on mailboxes. Seattle, eight to one, second favorite. Well, because you found a friendly sports book. What'd you find? What'd you find? SeattleSportsBetting.com. That's Vegas where you're insider. at right now. Vegas. <laughs> give me another website. Give me another website. And tell me what it is with the Seahawks. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on a second, please. SoftyMailer.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. I got him at 2-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Harmon, try CraigCarton.com. <laughs> oh, oh. You know what? Hey, I'm he sure can he's call. he's got great odds on that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're going to hell. Wow. Uh, oh. All right, then. Line of the night. Rosberg's got it, everybody. Woo! Good. You got CraigCarton.com up? Good. What is this? <laughs> I don't even want to look Can it I up. get Hamilton tickets? <laughs> you say. How much? The how price much? of no, my no, love. No, no, no. They actually price. pay you to go. Oh, that they... you're willing to pay. <laughs> CraigCarton.com is for sale. Oh, man. For how much? Seven ninety five. Five point five million dollars. No, only seven ninety five. Take immediate it? ownership. Oh, who knew? Oh, I didn't know that. All right, I could go buy that. How about that? That's from huge uh, domains.com. Before we get to the You're play fired. of the night, we've said this the last couple of nights. Hot take, hot take. Not boomer size and had to know. No, no, not that hot take. Uh but the Dodgers have once again lost. To the Diamondbacks. Oh, boy. The Dodgers did not hit tonight. You blew it! They threw the ball okay, but in the end, the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers once again, 3-1. to one. With two men out, the pitch to Puig is grounded to first. Descalzo's got it. He'll race to the bag, and the win streak for the Diamondbacks goes to 13. There it is, Diamondbacks Radio Network, 13. Wins in a row. That is your play of the night brought to you by Geico. Great news, great news. You want to save 15% or more in car insurance? Go to geico.com right now. Fernando Rodney closed it out. Two strikeouts, not, not a lot of drama because usually with Rodney it brings drama. But here are the Diamondbacks again beating the Dodgers. The Dodgers now 92 and 47. 
So, you know, they're still okay. I'm, I'm pretty doing, su- doing all right. I'm pretty sure they're going to make the playoffs. But here's the thing. The Dodgers were out to this great pace, and we still have a long way to go here in September. We still got over 20 games to go. The Dodgers' lead over the Nationals right now is seven games. Seven games. They're not in jeopardy of losing the division. They got an 11-game lead over the Diamondbacks there in the loss column. But It is interesting, though, because that was two weeks ago, a 20-game yeah, lead. 20 games, and now it's cut to 10. Seven-game lead on the Nationals. When the Dodgers are thinking, hey, we're going to be all-time great, we're going to have home field all the way through, you're looking at now, hey, seven games. Nationals have won three in a row. The Dodgers have lost six in a row. And suddenly, that's up in the air. I mean, it's not likely, but it's thrown into doubt. The Dodgers do not want to see the Diamondbacks. I don't care if it's Kershaw, Darvish, and Wood. They don't want to see them because the Diamondbacks have whatever the Dodgers kryptonite is. And I'll go back to Yasiel Puig saying it about three weeks ago when, in fact, you and I talked about it when we filled it on the morning show on AM570, L.A. here in, here in Los Angeles. It was, hey, who, do you, who would you rather play if you're the Dodgers? Would you rather play if you had to in the first round? The Rockies or Diamondbacks. Who would, you, who would you rather play? And at the time, I said, well, you don't want to play the Rockies because the Rockies clearly are a team that can get hot for five games. And they can hit the crap out of the baseball, and their bullpen is good. You just need to get okay starting pitching. They can get hot for a series. The Diamondbacks were just not as good as the Dodgers basically everywhere. They're good, and they were having a really good season, but they weren't as good as the Dodgers. But now you hear Puig say, for whatever reason, the Diamondbacks, I don't they play they play us really tough. They do not want to see Arizona in the playoffs at all. Now it doesn't look like they're going to get them because now it's a seven-game lead for Arizona over Colorado. But Arizona wins there for you. Never know. Suddenly, hey, we're looking at the NLCS. It's the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks, and suddenly there's a lot of nervous people, and all these wins by the Dodgers mean nothing. Well, you figure they'd have to pitch Granky in any wild card game, mm-hmm. so you start setting up rotations. You're still feeling good about it if you're the Dodgers, but all the good, the feel good moments that you've had over the course of the summer, a lot of people wringing their hands, the car flags flying at half mast, and anxious moments just on a nightly basis because all the hits that were coming magically night after night from a variety of heroes, those bats have gone silent one by one, and they're still getting decent starting pitching most nights, right? We we had a couple of games. That, in the series where you saw an explosion, the, the last series that they played, where it certainly got out of hand early. But another good start tonight. Just can't get get them on, get them over, get them in. Can't manufacture runs right now. And you're still trying to figure out what to do with Granderson, Forsyth, Peterson, all those guys that are having trouble hitting. They got too many guys that are just hitting under 230 right now. So big deal for the Dodgers. Speaking of the Dodgers, my buddy Ben Maller coming up next on Fox. I see you in the woods later, guys. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.